Yeah, for sure. The only the only HBO Max uh, uh, superhero thing I've seen besides the the Snyder Cut is I have been uh, started watching Harley Quinn. I've seen the first season of Harley Quinn, a, a delightful animated television program. Oh my god, really so good, fucking funny every single uh, goddamn week. Um, and I have a Justice League take based on the show Harley Quinn that I will debut probably very late into this, into this very podcast. Awesome. I am, I, I, I do like, um, would you be open to sharing your detectives comment, detective comics take as our, uh, cold open chatter? Uh, sure. Do I, what is my particular detective comics? I comics thought you had take? one. I had one like in the tank. That I have like an uh, an oeuvre overview of Detective Comics. I remember when I was showing you that like screenshot like panel where it's the giant Wonder Woman punching out the Batman who laughs, <sighs> and you said like, "Oh God, don't get me started on Detective Comics." Oh, okay, no, that was not um, that was not one particular take. I mean, my my unfortunate. Um, the thing about Detective Comics comics is that despite having an arguably more rich cast of characters, an arguably more colorful and lively world to exist in, uh, an arguably richer, more complete history of its premier characters than its competitor over at Marvel Comics, mm -hmm. but... All DC Comics is fucking interested in are Batman and the Joker. And if it is not one or both of those things... Wait, then... wait actually, yes. Actually, let, actually, can our cold open be us picking apart this, like, dark metal thing? The... Okay, because I the barely... The Oops All Batman? Yeah, the Oops All Jokers uh, uh, canon. Um, okay, so the... And I, I worked at a comic shop as this thing was being like introduced like i started at forbidden planet in okay. late uh, 2017 sorry go hold ahead. on let's start recording so we can i i am recording okay I, i'm i'm recording now um but yeah i remember that i was the one was i wasn't i the one who showed you what <laughs> forbidden planet was or yeah you introduced to me that Fid forbidden planet was a place um, and, uh, cause we, when you stayed briefly at my apartment and I was, uh, mm -hmm. I was a bad host, bad host, um, you, uh, we went to the strand yes. and, uh, and the strand, uh, so it was my first time there. I think I'd heard of the strand, but I'd never been. Uh, and then two doors down from that is, uh, the comic shop forbidden planet, which we went to both, um, as well. And, uh, a short time thereafter, I was, uh, working there. Uh, I, <laughs> shortly thereafter, I was like, I need to be out of the convenience store job I had, because it was the only work I could find in, mm -hmm. in New York. Um, and then a short while later, I was working at, uh, Forbidden Planet. Um, and so that, that was late, uh, 2017, and I, or like mid-2017, the timeline, it, it doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Um, and and it was I DCs, was, so yes, you're fine. And I exactly. Well, yeah, with comics, you cannot worry about the timeline. It doesn't actually ever make sense, no matter what you do. And the only thing you can do is go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just kind of have to go. Yeah, it's not going to make sense. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> Try The only canon or timeline that is relevant is that which is relevant to the story you are telling. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that makes sense with what someone else is doing with Batman is sort of inconsequential. Because it all... On a, on a long enough time scale, most canon of a particular character is going to gradually fall off as most people forget it exists, right? And so right. you're left with just this this through line of what people actually remember, and that becomes the canon of the character. Um, and a lot of extraneous stuff that is directly conflicting that stuff ends up falling off because it just, it cannot all remain in the popular consciousness, especially if you're Batman and you're in, you're headlining like four comic books every single week, right? Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's bananas. And, and so, um, so that, that, yeah, lofts off. Um, and so I started there as, uh, did, a uh, metal, uh, Dark Knight's Metal uh, was debuting, uh, which, and I did not pick it up because I <laughs> value my sanity at least that much. Um, but it, it, it introduced to us um, a, a fellow named the Batman Who Laughs, uh, who is an alternate universe Batman who got Joker-fied and then also became like a cosmic being or something. What? Uh, But yeah, uh, and so Batman, that's why he is the Batman who laughs, right? And he's from like the metal verse (laughs) where there's a Joker disease or something. Uh, And gradually, and and he debuts. And, you know, if there's, despite them being around constantly, people cannot get enough of Batman and the Joker. And so there was finally a brilliant idea of what if we made them one guy? Um, and so that happened, and then for the last four years, <laughs> you could honestly say it that guy has been the predominant storytelling device of the entire DC Comics line. Bat- it's all about this guy, and if it's not about him, it's about Watchmen. <laughs> Those are the wait. only things they care about. So, so Watchmen, oh wait, yeah, isn't... Watchmen's in canon Isn't, like, Dr. Manhattan now, like, a major character? Uh Uh-huh, because the thing, like, that... So for a while in DC Comics, everyone was sad. Uh, I believe it's... They're specifically referring to the new 52, but everyone was sad. Everything's miserable. That's where we get Flash's, like, tragic backstory that he gets in this movie is from, like, the, the new 52. And it turns out that the guy that did that was Dr. Manhattan from the comic book Watchmen. The thing that that made all the bad stuff happen was the one blue man who lives on Mars. <laughs> oh my god! And now, and, and now we've crossed over, and now Watchmen is DC canon. Okay, so so it is Doctor Manhattan like, also the one making like all of the bat clones. That uh, that I don't know. I, okay, <laughs> again, because there's I, like oh Doomsday Batman. There's like an Aqua Batman. There's a Speedster Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all they're all Jokers. Um, they're like the the Flash who laughs, the Supergirl who laughs, etc. Um, and yeah, so the 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 what you are seeing as Doomsday Batman, I believe, is a the the Wonder Woman equivalent of being Jokerified. I think. 
um, is like there were they each had a, a guy, and so there was like I think his name was like Red Death, and he was like the speedster Joker, uh, you know, the metal Joker. Cyborg had a big tank, you know, that that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that all again, I'm gleaning this from like what I had to know to answer questions in a comic book shop four years ago. Because I looked upon it and I went mad. <laughs> I, I looked upon it and sanity fled my brain like it was on sale. I do love that the um, that that the thing that drove DC Comics even crazier is through it's just is it's even deeper media consolidation. And speaking of media consolidation, welcome everybody to this month's movies for babies. Welcome to some branded content. Yes, where we're talking about Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Uh, I'm sorry, drop the the, it's cleaner. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not uh, officially for branding purposes called The Snyder Cut, though the Twitter account is at Snyder Cut. <laughs> just, just so we're all keeping track. So for official branding purposes, it is not the Snyder Cut. I cannot tell you why why they made that particular decision. Uh, but yes, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, and I was wondering how they were going to brand this, because that is the question, right? When you're, when you're recutting a film like this, is that like Blade Runner, despite having the five different released cuts, is still just called Blade Runner, and mm-hmm. you just have to like specify the cut you watched, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, like, on film websites, the director's cut of Aliens is not a different movie. It's just a different cut of the same movie. Whereas, Justice League is now officially two different movies. It is. It really is. Although, although I would argue Although that, it isn't. <laughs> well, although okay, is not, not plot-wise, visually. Sure. They are, and story-wise, they are extremely different. Okay, that's that's interesting, and we will we will discuss that. Um, for anyone that is listening to this and for some reason doesn't know the history of of people going insane on the internet for four years, we did yeah. release an hour of setup to get you to get you caught up to speed mm-hmm. as to what is going on here. Um, and now, it, with all that backstory out of the way, because I think that's not interesting in the context of a review. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so so now we're just going to dive into the film uh proper um my the, yeah the mo- the <laughs> most expensive piece of vertical integration <laughs> yeah <laughs> because this isn't just a movie this is also a dire- this is also a promotion for cable service a promotion for a streaming website, and also the like the the film tie-in to a high-end restaurant. Yes, which of course we can uh, and will uh, discuss. And I think to to sum up my issues with what we are about to discuss, as clearly as I can, this movie is only interesting. As if you know the backstory. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's engaging as a piece of film, but it is a 
fascinating cultural object. It's it's a fascinating piece to discuss, but I do not think it is a particularly engaging four-hour watch. Kevin, I am going to respectfully disagree. Wow. Okay. Okay. I think this movie is quite good. This is... Mm. I do think this is Zack Snyder's best movie he's made so far. I'm giving you the runway. I'm giving yeah. you... This is yours. It is. Um, admittedly, I haven't seen Guardians uh, Legends of Gahul. Probably not that one. I'm just oh, no, going to no, say it's that's Legends prob- of the Guardians, the Owls the, of Gahul. That is right. its a Christian name. Not to be confused with Rise of the Guardians, um, or The Last Guardian, or, uh, of course, those famous Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, naturally. Um, but this movie is... Or Guards, Guards, Guards. Not right. to be confused. <laughs> this is the most hopeful and humanistic Zack Snyder movie I've ever seen. Low bar. Yes, and for the record, the fact that this is Zack Snyder's best movie is still a relatively low bar. Uh, in in our in our opinion, I yes. I am a Joe, not a particularly high bar to clear. Well, no, yeah, exactly, and I think I, I genuinely found this very watchable. I th- think the fact that this was released on a streaming service plays to its advantage that is certainly true um the ability to pause or stop for the day you know they've they've neatly cut it into how many chunks six chunks yes seven Uh, seven chunks six six quote chapters end quote with a prologue and epilogue yeah they've cut it into that many chunks so honestly um, in kind of the way I used to tell people to watch Wolf of Wall Street as a three-episode miniseries and stop, like, every hour, basically, mm-hmm. um, or every 45 minutes in, like, Wolf of Wall Street, um, that th- this is probably best viewed not in one sitting. It is probably best viewed, you know, you you watch a little, you make some dinner. You mm-hmm. watch a little more. You you do, do go do a workout. You you oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. This this feels like someone took two seasons of a TV show and edited them together into a four hour movie. It fe- yeah. It feels like they like when Topher Grace like recuts the star wars prequels or whatever and like Mm -hmm. and makes them like two films or whatever it was uh or or someone taking the hobbit trilogy and condensing it down into like one watchable three-hour movie yes exactly sure i i can agree with that justin why don't why don't you open up describe in as much detail as you choose your experience watching the the Snyder Cut. What what was the situation that you found yourself in? Uh, I woke up. Um, I woke up around like seven in the morning, uh, Sunday, last Sunday. Christ. I had some coffee, got deeply not sober. Mm, interesting. And then watched. They just sat on the couch and just hit play and just watched the damn movie. Oh, okay. 
I'm sorry. I thought I you you told me you were going to like a, a theater or something. I, I um, unfortunately I couldn't because they are not releasing this in theaters as of now. Oh, there's not there's not any. Uh, not uh, uh no no. Yeah. I think there are some like special screenings in California. Ah, Fathom events coming in it, clutch. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the yeah they're doing Fathom events. Fathom um, events coming in clutch once again. Yeah, <laughs> Tuesday it, it, at four p.m. You can watch. Well, no, the that's Snyder the thing. Cut. I think Fathom is the future of cinema. I think we've discussed this before. Yeah, um, but, is that... but with Corona being the death knell, ah, uh-huh. because now. Uh, now that the studio, well, now that the cable companies that own the studios are launching all of their own streaming services, uh huh, they're just gonna start putting stuff to streaming behind paywalls. Right, they're just gonna drop David Byrne's American Utopia behind the paywall instead of making it a Fathom event. Exactly, and then for stuff that does really well on streaming, they will do as Fathom events. Oh, okay. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. I I can see that as a future. I don't think we'll ever fully get rid of some version of the theatrical experience, at least on the coasts, as a coastal elite myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think we'll ever fully get rid of that. That's my personal opinion, but also I've been wrong many times in my life. Um, So I I will leave the door open to just eating, eating fucking crow. It's. I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's just going to become much more of a niche event. Sure, and and we're already kind of looking, you know, with the the bankruptcy of AMC, uh, the recent buyout of uh, Alamo Drafthouse. Like we're looking at, I think a return to a model we specifically broke up, <laughs> which was <laughs> studios owning their own movie theaters. Um, well, yeah, we, um, Amazon we specific- owns Landmark. Yeah, exactly. Amazon owns Landmark. So I think we're going to, you know, back in the 23rd, 1930s or whatever, when we when we broke that up the last time, I think we might be looking at a return to that in some form uh, because there's no new ideas. <laughs> well, no, this was also that was also back in the days where labor unions would like throw bricks at buildings and like tear shit up if they were being fucked with. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get them, boys. Get him, get yeah. him, boys of the four five zero local. Make gaffers violent again. That's right. I think Teamsters should get back to their violent ways. I think, yeah. I think we need to. I think every Teamster needs to sit down and, and remember the glory days when they would fuck up a building for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> just, just break windows with uh, baseball bats. Uh, yeah, the spirit of Jimmy Hoffa huh. needs to uh, return to today's working class. We need the uh, yeah yeah no we need the Jimmy Hoffa of entertainment and uh, coding unions. Yeah, Jimmy Hoffa. Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> Did it work out well for him? I can't I can't recall. There was um, a movie about him, but it was too long, so I turned I, it off. I heard he paints houses. Uh, no, he his house gets painted. Spoilers for yes. the Irishman. Yes, spoilers. Uh, the Irishman, uh, great film. Film I saw in theaters. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> really had a yes. good time. Uh, super watchable. Marty Scorsese, pretty good at making movies. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, uh, Kevin, what was your viewing experience of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? Uh, of the of the Justice League, I uh, I got up also on Sunday. I uh, got up early. I got my uh, dunks as I have gotten this morning uh, when I'm just really prepared to settle in for like a long, <laughs> a long session. Then I I sat down. I popped on HBO Max. Uh, I watched about ninety minutes, and I took sort of a mental health break. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I fucked around. I watched uh, uh, George Millier's A Trip to the Moon on my phone. Uh, sort of a, <laughs> a um, uh, watching uh, as like a break. My brain needed a break from what it was experiencing. So I you went back to, to the see what solid objects on film looked like. I wanted to remember what color looked like. So I watched the 1902 <laughs> Uh, silent fantasy film. Um, <laughs> at the time, I was wearing my Trip to the Moon shirt, uh, so no one worry about that. Um, and I watched that, um, and I had a great time. Sort of sort of a fun charting of fantasy cinema from its nascency to its most current form. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I did about another 90 and took another break. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, made some food, uh, you know, played on my phone for a little bit. Just, just needed, I wasn't planning these 90 minute breaks, but it seemed to be about all I could handle mm-hmm. at a particular sitting. I needed to take about 30 minutes to just sort of recuperate. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I, uh, the sun was coming out. It was the afternoon at this point, because again, this is a long, long motion picture. Um, and I, I sort of allowed the client max to play out in a, in a sort of sun-drenched screen because the idea of closing the curtains to watch the justice league <laughs> seemed seemed like a loss on a moral sense <laughs> seemed like a, a thematic element i didn't want to cross so it was uh, it was kind of it was kind of hard to see the climax uh well but that's you, okay. you were so starved for full spectrum light I wanted some fucking UV rays on my goddamn butt. I watched the Snyder Cut. The first thing I said was like, I need to feel sun on my skin. I need to go outside. I need to feel like grass on my toes. I need to do like a Terrence Malick twirl in a field just to like feel something again. Um, and then to I feel completed... the glow of life once again. Yeah, to feel. I need the fucking tree of life score to pick up i needed to think about my child sean penn and also the dinosaurs at the dawn of time like i just needed, <laughs> I needed to feel something uh so that is that is my ex- uh, experience viewing uh zach snyder's justice league so kevin how do you want to go through this do you want to do plot overview uh chapter by chapter well I watched this movie a week ago, and the idea of me remembering what is contained within each chapter is uh, nigh on laughable. Uh, so I I would say we kind of do a general plot walkthrough, but the first two hours or so non-linear mm-hmm. that we're kind of just going to end up talking about like each character building up to the point where there is a Justice League, um, and then we can kind of like go through to the, to the climax, because I will say, for a four hour movie there's honestly not a lot that happens (laughs) there's there's honestly not that many plot points that need to be discussed which is one of my my principal problems with the film i watched uh is that it's really a four hour tone piece (laughs) it's really it's it's an andy warhol uh art experiment where it's like it's not really meant to be watched (laughs) It's not, you're not really supposed to watch 
a movie that is 24 hours of people kissing. You're just supposed to know that it exists. Um, it, 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 um, it, um, it's the uh, 20 minute skyscraper video, but it's uh, Superman jumping over it back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Because, of course, as we all know, he can leap over tall buildings with a single bound. Um, and uh, I, I don't want this to be a direct, like, oh, let's compare this to the previous version of the movie. One, because I saw that movie four years ago, so the memory is not excellent. We, But um, we kind of have to, at least a we, little we bit. We will at certain points, because uh, I think it is sort of inextricable from from the, the piece that we are currently watching, mm-hmm. as, as two people that have seen the original cut. Uh, the original uh, two-hour version. Um, and uh, I honestly think that Zack Snyder's Justice League maybe could have been an okay three-hour movie, but unfortunately it is a four-hour movie. Yes, uh, the fact I that hate, it is... I hate to say four. someone needed to come in and cut this down, but... It's, uh, it's definitely an indulgent movie, which, like, listen, Zack Snyder got the chance to remake a movie... With a $70 million budget for post-production. And Reshoot he was willing to forego a salary to do it. Mm-hmm. In honor yeah. of his dead daughter. Do- in honor and in me- in memory of his dead daughter. For Autumn. Yeah, which, you know, I think he is allowed... He's absolutely allowed to be self-indulgent in this. And I honestly wish more directors would be this this self-indulgent with their director's cuts. Absolutely. Like, if you're going to do a director's cut, don't add four minutes. Yeah! Like, really, really fucking go for it. Honestly, the greatest director's cut in history is uh, John Cassavetti's Killing of a Chinese Bookie, the only director's cut that is shorter <laughs> than the theatrical version. Uh, King John, uh, God bless you, you little scumbum. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that it's it's sort of inextricable from what we're about to talk about, like, comparing this to the previous version of the film. But I don't want it to be our primary method of, no. of emphasis. And for everything I'm about to say is Zack Snyder as a filmmaker, I have nothing against him as a human being. And I feel much, like, sympathy for what he went through that's fuck It's terrible. Yeah. And, like, that he could come back, that he could have this victory, that that all of this could have. You know, he's already working on his next movies. I, I think we're done even despite uh, the hashtag restore the Snyderverse being a new thing we're going to have to deal with for years, I think Zack is done. I think this was his out. Um, and and I, I, I hope he has great success doing other things, mm-hmm. even though, again, I, I don't really like him as a filmmaker. He is not my taste. He's not my cup of tea. But I, I, I have nothing against him as a man. Before we yeah. before we press on, I, I would like to say, I think we disagree about Ayn Rand probably, but I well, you know, that's, that's what's weird about like Zack Snyder really seems to be more of a weirdo than people think. Oh, he's a weird little man because <laughs> like he he he's doesn't an like, odd fellow. He doesn't like really the one he the, the one that he really likes is the Fountainhead, but he likes Ayn Rand, but he likes her for her writing. <laughs> Right, he doesn't her politics, and he doesn't think her (laughs) writing is very political. He loves the prose, which is one of the most beautifully insane perspectives. Which, which even like objectivists, (laughs) a lot of them would admit, isn't good. (laughs) Like, 
Yeah, exactly. Right? It's that, like, <laughs> that's not why. We're reading for the ideology. Zach is the only one that reads for the, for the beautiful penmanship. For the yeah, elegant oh yeah. constructions of the like human that word. Garth Marenghi quote where, like, subtext is for cowards. Oh, God. That's such a beautiful... I know writers that use subtext, and they're all cowards. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Uh, and of right. course, and, and, if and you the were... fact that he puts a fucking Fountainhead reference in the movie. <laughs> I see it as a beautiful troll. I think he knows exactly, like, it, how people th- see him. And I yeah. think that is just, like, the most beautiful, like troll move i think <laughs> i think he threw some seeds to the pigeons and the pigeons were like woo, woo. <laughs> i think i think it's a, a beautiful yeah. troll that i respect because uh, in the theatrical cut of the movie that newspaper says like superman dead world bad you know what i mean and, yeah. in, and in the snyder cut it it's just the plot of atlas shrugged is happening <laughs> no no not not atlas shrugged fountainhead oh fountainhead okay i don't know my i don't know my Fa- fountainhead is the one where the uh, where the architect is conv- um, finds a conspiracy where the um, archi- where the elite architecture critics are conspiring against him. Mm, yeah, no, those architecture critics, they can end a career. You know, they, yeah. a, a, a bad <laughs> his, review from an architecture critic, that's a fucking, that's a world ender. Yeah, no, his, his buildings are just too tall and erect to, to be safely uh, constructed. He's too beautifully masculine. We can't. Yeah. We simply can't allow this. Uh, yeah, absolutes. Um, so let's 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 kick it off here. Yes. Uh, so the film opens. Uh, Superman is is getting murdered, uh, and he lets out a big a big yell, and his big yell wakes up some boxes. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the yell heard, heard around the world. Around the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The yell heard around the world, literally, uh, as we follow the sound waves of of his of his big yell uh, around the world as they wake up a bunch of mother boxes. Uh, because as we find out later in the film, the boxes were scared of Superman. <laughs> Once Superman is out of the way, the boxes can do their box business. But Superman was holding the boxes at bay. No, 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 right. But but Kevin, what is a mother box? Well, in this film or in the Detective Comics comics universe? Because those are two very different answers. Oh, uh, both of them. Okay, in the Detective Comics comics universe, a mother box is basically a smartphone. A mother oh. box is a little thing that uh, from from Jack Kirby's Fourth World books, uh, beautiful, colorful, insane works of seventies comics, um, <laughs> where we get characters like Darkseid, Mister Miracle, Big Barda, my favorite uh, small husband, big wife combo in comics. Uh, we love a small husband and a big wife, and um, a, and and a, a mother box is basically a little smartphone, and it teleports you, uh, and it goes ping. When it teleports you. That is what it does. In uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, it's an all-knowing ethereal box that can can terraform the Earth into a... God, if I I did not write down the phrasing of this, but it's like as we all know, the mother box can terraform the planet it is on to the owner's home planet's ideology. (laughs) Just like... It's the same plot as Man of Steel. Steel. It's exactly the same plot as Man of Steel. It's exactly the same plot as Man of Steel. Uh, But instead of a big turbine in the Indian Ocean, uh, it's it's three boxes (laughs) 
<laughs> that that a little that a little puppy dog uses because he wants to make his planet like his old planet. He no, wants to impress no. his uncle. <laughs> he really wants to impress <laughs> Uncle Darkseid. The, the well, supposedly supposedly the reason the mother boxes uh, respond to Superman is that in the planned Justice League two or three. Uh, Superman would reveal to actually be the anti-life equation. Ah, sick, dude. I love being the anti-life equation. Yeah, like the, the Kryptonian codex thing that, like, prevents Kryptonians from having free will. Yeah, the little the... skull yeah, from yeah, 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 the bone skull is the anti-life equation. The bone was, flash drive from, from Man of Steel. Wow. Okay, the anti-life equation. I was impressed when I heard a an actor deliver the words anti-life equation. I was like, wow, that is fucking startling. It's like that, when you're... Yeah, well, it's, well, yeah, that's what, that's what I love about, like, 60... About Silver Age comics is... They're so the most, like, fucking stupid. Un, I love the most, them. Like, They're so stupid. Yeah, the, and and the way the words they use for things that don't actually go together. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What the fuck is the anti life equation? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, it rules. Uh, it's like when you're watching CW's The Flash and you have to watch an actor like seriously deliver a line like, "My father was killed by Weather Wizard," and they <laughs> they don't. Oh no, the pranksters on the loose. Not the prankster. <laughs> Uh, Detective Comics comics are beautiful. Uh, they are not a universe suited to a, a grim uh, and gritty adaptation. But uh, again, we, we must move on. It's, it's, we, must, it's... We, we must move on. So Superman does a yell and the boxes wake up. Um, and th th then I lose all sense of linear time. <laughs> <laughs> I could not tell you what the next thing that happens is. <laughs> The next thing that happens is Batman goes to Iceland to, to meet Oct to introduce us to Aquaman for the first time. Right. He he Batman he some something tells him that something bad is about to happen. Um well, right? he, uh, yeah yeah well in um in uh, Batman versus Superman he has the K nightmare Ah yes, the um, nightmare. Where yeah, he where he ha he dreams that he's uh, wearing steampunk cosplay and uh, getting <laughs> beat up by Superman. Yeah, he dreams he has a little downloadable duster that you can you know a, a, a reskin you can put on him in Injustice yeah. Two. Uh, he has a little he has a little reskin. Um, right, and he's like, okay, I had a bad dream. That bad dream's gonna come true. So I need to go to to get a. I need to uh, assemble some sort of justice league yes uh, yeah and, and then he finds out that lex luther knows that dark side's coming yeah he knows because he he drank the juice or whatever <laughs> he, he 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 drank yeah he drank the like amniotic fluid from the yeah he, he swam around ship. in the in the big in the big juice and then he knows that that dark side is coming right uh, he sees he sees the Steppenwolf, uh, and and he he because he drank the juice. Uh, so Batman, yeah. juiceless, goes to Iceland, um, where where he's like, I I've heard about some sort of Aquaman. Uh, there, there, that, there's some sort of aqua aquatic man. Some sort of some sort of uh, aquatic man uh, lives uh, shows up here in ice. Who is essentially like the god of this Icelandic 
village who every winter when glaciers have closed up the port shows up to to bring food and and bring ships and and safe harbor here uh and actually that's one of the coolest ideas i've ever heard of aquaman that rules this like he is this cryptid for for this like icelandic village you know what i mean well, yeah it, that's yeah, the so way, cool. so why don't we uh start our performance reviews sure um kevin what are your thoughts on jason momoa as aquaman in this film i think it's a fail he doesn't really leave much of an impression on me at all beyond being a physical body. But mm -hmm. I will say in the motion picture Aquaman, which has a much better meter on how to use Momoa's tool set as an actor, which is, mm -hmm. oh, this guy's a big dumb bro. Let's just make Aquaman a big dumb bro. Yeah. I think it's actually a, a good uh, fun performance. But this film is a is a fail. They don't they don't really use his tool set at all. No, this movie, he plays it more... The way he plays Aquaman in this reminds me more of his performance as in the Conan the Barbarian movie. Yeah, it's very... It's it's dour. It's like Sturm and Drung. He's mm -hmm. like a tortured uh, king away from his kingdom as opposed to like a prodigal son who's just like fucking living large while he's away yeah, from his kingdom. Yeah, well, he, he, he's like a cool brute. Like this guy who's like powerful... But he doesn't really get nailed down anywhere. He goes where he pleases. Right. And that is not as fun an interp as I think the the extraordinarily colorful uh, yeah. James Wan's Aquaman, which I will say this film gave me a, a full new appreciation of because Aquaman is so lively and colorful and like bananas it is a oh, bananas yeah. movie every two seconds they're throwing some new complete reworking of its lore at you it's like well yes of course we all know that the crag crab kingdom hates orm uh the right, crab kingdom right. is loyal and, to the crowd everyone hates the not like there's the, the the night the evil fish people not the nice fish people no the trench or uh, yeah there's two different kinds of fish people <laughs> it's like aquaman is so beautifully bizarre when, when aquaman <laughs> reveals uh um oh, like changes scenes it is an establishing shot of the eighth sea uh-huh, the eighth sea. Which is full of dinosaurs. Yeah, Aquaman goes to, to, to the world of Captain Caveman in the center of the earth. He goes to the hollow earth and finds Nicole Kidman. And it's, uh, guys, Nicole oh, watch Kidman Aquaman. and the Kraken voiced by Julia Andrews. Julie, yeah, Julie Andrews from Sound of Music voices a big Kraken. Uh, that, I don't know, is there anything else I have to say? But yeah, <laughs> watch it. Enjoy it. It's it's really like it it should not be watched alone or in a theater. It should be watched with beers. It is a beers movie. Yes. You you and someone else should be watching Aquaman with some brewskis. It's uh, a pitch and, of and margaritas movie. Absolutely. Throw fucking like popcorn at the screen. Have a good time cuz yeah. it's it's kind of wonderfully uh insane. In a in a way I did not appreciate when we when I first watched it. Um but yeah, Aquaman's a no-go for me even though I like this like uh he's like worshipped by this Icelandic village. We of course get a full dirge. <laughs> a yeah, full... yeah, the, uh, these like as Icelandic women sing like a hymn to him and <laughs> he like strips like just down to his jeans. Yeah, he swims in 
swims only in his jeans. <laughs> he swims in his Wranglers, and but he yeah. loses the shirt. Uh, but he keeps the Wranglers, and and he he swim around. He have a good swim. Uh, and one, the, one of the I- Icelandians uh, sniffs his sweater, grabs his cable knit sweater, and gives it a big old sniff. Yeah. Um, the scene is not very good. I don't. I don't think it's a very good scene between Batman and Aquaman. He's like, "You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne." <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, he doesn't call Bruce Wayne. He just calls him Bat. The, the the first chapter is called "Don't Count on It, Batman." Don't count on it, Batman. Uh, no, but he does say like he says. He's like dressed like a bat. You must be crazy. You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. And then he does a little dive. He does a little swim. <laughs> Um, yeah, he he says both at the same time, but I guess the language barrier would bar this remote Icelandic village from putting those pieces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but they do all know English. Yeah, they do all know English, and they do like I don't know. I think it's reasonable that like even a remote Icelandic village would maybe know who Elon Musk is. Like you know, right. what I mean? they know, you know what I mean? notorious like world like globe trotting playboy. This is this is billionaire Playboy Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and yeah. then Aquaman just apologize. Uh, see, that'd be a good bit, but besides oh, the point. Sorry. Uh, the Whedon cut in this, uh, of course, adds the first of many uh, references to Aquaman being able to talk to fish. A joke that that movie does not pay off in any way. No. Uh, but the talking to fish bit is completely lost here. Though I was surprised throughout this cut uh, how much of the bad humor remained. <laughs> how well, much of the bad humor kind was of original humor. recipe. It's a different kind of bad. Because there is bad humor in um in his movies from, like, you know, the Spartans saying, uh, calling the Athenians boy lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, which is rich coming from the Spartans. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, they really straight washed the Spartans in three hundred. They really, they really gave them the old, the old straight washing. Yeah, um, or uh, and... or in Batman versus Superman when they do the uh, when Wonder Woman appears and they do the is she with you? I thought she was with you. Oh, she was with you. <laughs> I hate his Batman voice so much. His, I... his robot voice. I hate the robot voice. I hate it. Why can't? Why can't we just have them do like I think. Conroy did it great is that like his Bruce Wayne has kind of like a this pitch and then his Batman has kind of this pitch but it's like still a human voice yeah <laughs> it's, it's still a voice a person would have Christian right. Bale's Batman voice is fucking stupid it's it stupid is. uh but I speaking I, of I, Batman what is your thought what thoughts on the performance of Ben Affleck as bad Batman? <laughs> bad it's not good it's fine i guess it's like it's not like actively terrible or anything like that it's bad though it's not it's 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 what it is and especially in this movie it's just nothing i don't i don't i don't get anything from this performance or this character um and uh, there are a lot of people that say this is their favorite Batman. Even people I like, you know, not just like Snyder pilled people, like regular human beings are like, this is my favorite Batman. And I'm like, all right, I guess. <laughs> I, guess. Uh, I, I, mean, it, I don't in, see it. In Beavis, it was the first Batman that showed up who did detective work. Sure. That's cool. I don't mind he had that. had a mystery to solve. It, it was a fucking terrible mystery because... 
everybody just memory holes the mystery conspiracy part of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Batman, uh, uh, Bale, Bale Batman had a little mystery doing in, in Dark Knight, where he's like reassembling, like he's like checking bullet trajectories and things like that. Like it's, it is a little, but not enough. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, uh, Robert Battenson might lean into the detective aspect, which I am all for. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, the movie just looks like it's seven. Yeah, and like, cool. All right, Batman in seven sounds great. Yeah, sounds like a movie. I'd watch I would that. <laughs> sounds like a movie I'll watch. Uh, coming coming next year to a theater near you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, but it just doesn't do anything for me. I it doesn't, and I'm not like I like Ben Affleck generally. I think generally he's a good performer, and people give him too much shit. Uh, er, 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 early last year. One of the last movies I saw in a theater was The Way Back, uh, the movie where he's like an alcoholic basketball coach. Very good movie. Excellent Ben Affleck performance. Like, really fucking good. I think he's good in those Kevin Smith movies. I think Ben Affleck is legitimately very good in those in those movies. Um, he just gets cast in a lot of roles he's not suited for. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't... He plays charming way better... Then he plays gruff. Yeah, he's not a gruff guy. He has a very like charming, laid back mm. kind of broish Hollywood. You know, he's a Boston bro. Like he's yeah. like that. That's the energy he exudes. Um, and it just it just doesn't it just doesn't it just doesn't work here. I, for I think me. He, I think he just has that like big lantern jaw and like blocky head. Yeah, that feels like old Hollywood, like tough. Yeah. If but he doesn't act to, it well, so... Yeah, if you wanted to do Ben Affleck as, like, a live-action version of the Diedrich Bader Batman, I think that's a pretty good performance. But this just doesn't do anything for me. I don't think it works with... Uh, once, Just like Jason, it doesn't work with Affleck's tool set particularly well. Yes. He, um, he's, he's very... Like, I think the... St- the, the I think the story told with Batman in this is more interesting... I but, guess. Like, I don't know. I like him being basically the father he didn't have. Like, uh-huh. sort of the, the paternal leader, the one who's putting it together, and the one who literally, like, found God, like, after. Yeah. I don't mean, After yeah. Superman dies. It just doesn't. The, the only person on this Justice League that has less interesting material than Batman is Wonder Woman in this and, movie. And we'll um, get to that. Which we will get to. Is that like, it just, it, I just don't think there's much of anything here. I, I, can, I can sit here and the only thing I can remember is like him dryly reacting to like Martian Manhunter. Like that's the only like Ooh, moment of his in this movie that I can take remember. That part. Yeah. Uh Christ. Uh so let's 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 keep uh hopping along here. Yes. Um what what do you want to do next, child? Oh, uh after like after that, I think there's I think the big like moment after that is the Wonder Woman yeah, that's Action the next, like, scene. big, significant oh, no, 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 moment. No, no, yeah, it's the Wonder Woman, and yeah, where there's, like, terrorists. Yeah, there's British terrorists who have taken a bunch of child hostages, even though they do not intend to exchange those hostages for anything, because they're about to blow them all up. Um, and they're like, we're going to rewind the clock a thousand years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't re- Brexit. They're doing Brexit. Yeah, they're doing a Brexit. The, the lads are doing a Brexit. Um, hey, but, hey, hey, chief, you want to do a Brexit? You chum, you want to you do a little Brexit real quick? 
a spot of Brexit. Um, and they do that, and Wonder Woman, like, beats them up. I see people, like, really enraptured by this fight scene. It did not do anything for me in either cut. Uh, people take that moment where the little girl's like, can I be like you someday? And she's like, you can be anything you want to be. And people are like, see what Whedon cut? And I was like, this isn't anything. Like, it's not, that scene is not as good as the mall fight in Wonder Woman 1984. No, it's not. Like, it's... That scene is not as good as any fight scene in Wonder Woman, the first one. It's not. Like, people have been like, oh, this is already better than her solo films. And I was like, no, it isn't. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's nothing. She doesn't do anything in this movie. This is the last thing she does. We're 20 minutes in. really not good. We're 20 minutes in, and she does not do anything for the rest of the movie. It's insane. We're all insane. She does. She, so I I want to apologize. She's the the beauty that tames the cyborg beast. I, I do want to apologize for a crack from the preview episode. Uh, Gal Gadot's uh, grasp of English has uh, no impact on her abilities as an actor. No, it's it's about using the tool set correctly. Right. right? And uh, uh, boy, so, is she not used well in this. No. Gal, I haven't seen her roles in the Fast and Furious franchise. But um, in the first Wonder Woman, I think that is a proper use of her tool set, right? Is, uh, I keep using the same terminology, but I stand by it. I'm very sleepy. Um, that like the, that they, they know how to use her as a performer excellently well in that, in that film that she's like, she's very joyous. She's very like the, the, the accent works in her favor as kind of like an othering as like the foreigner visiting this land. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very effective use of what she does well. And then like, everybody loves the no man's like sequence in the first wonder woman where she stands up to all the turrets and stuff. Right. Mm. Everyone loves that. Um, and I, I think she can deliver like a, action movie like monologue <laughs> where uh i am the daughter of hippolyta you know etc etc yeah, um, well, like yeah like that like, like the ending like the ending of uh wonder woman 84 where she just looks into the camera and talks. we can renounce your wish audience <laughs> i'm like i didn't cast a wish lying. you have I to didn't... embrace the truth of your circumstances because you are worthy of honesty like you have to embrace your circumstances palestine (laughs) (laughs) pull yourself up by your bootstraps (laughs) Uh, and i that got a little dracula yeah we got a little we got if we got into some comrade uh territory there for a second uh but uh she she's not very good in this movie and she's not really given anything to do like in it to her credit i guess uh this she, like after that one to, like show how strong steppenwolf is right is that he can whoop her ass right that's like yeah. the cool that's that's why she's here um it sucks it's stupid um and it's after the fight scene she she is just a prop for the rest of yeah. the movie like so that she can show up to her job remodeling statues in a <laughs> painted on white <laughs> dress like you do when you're restoring art like you right. do uh, well, no, she, she she does exist mostly to serve exposition, which... Right, so that she can, like, give a PowerPoint about the members of the Justice League two hours into the movie. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I've been watching the movie. 
<laughs> the PowerPoint should come at the beginning. We got the PowerPoint in the last movie. Stop doing this. <laughs> Stop doing this. I, she doesn't really uh, do anything. Right. She she is there only at this point to do a Lord of the Rings <laughs> uh, uh, ancient battle uh, monologue. Like, But uh, yeah. unfortunately, Gal, Gal is no Kate Blanchett. She's no Kate Blanchett. No. Uh, it does not go, and that sequence, we'll get to it, is a beautiful reminder of how much of a miracle Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies are. <laughs> like, yeah! It's astounding, because you've seen a thousand people try to come at that crown, including Peter Jackson himself, <laughs> and it only goes to show just how good those fucking movies are. Yeah. That... <laughs> that... That no one else has come even fucking close. Not even uh, close. Not even close. Um, anyway, we'll we'll press on. So that's basically... I would not be shocked if we barely mention Wonder Woman again for the rest of the movie. It's amazing how little she does in this in this film. So let's 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 kick it on uh, from here. What next, child? Uh, and th- after that, I believe is when uh, Steppenwolf first arrives to steal the first mother box. Steppenwolf. Let's talk Wolf, shall we? Let's let's let's, let's talk uh, Mr. Staples here. Let's let's howl at the wolf, my little my little hedgehog friend Steppenwolf. Um, uh, and the the guy who in his original design is a man in a big green like sleepy cap who rides dogs. <laughs> yeah, uh, and here he's uh, a, a pointy guy from uh, the God of War PS2 game. <laughs> Um, not even like the PS4 one. He's a PS2 God of War. No, he uh, looks like in... if a hammerhead shark was the main character of Dante's Inferno, the video yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Christ, that crime. Um, and uh, I will say in the theatrical cut, Steppenwolf is uh, one of the worst, most boring uh, things to have ever uh, been put on screen. It's truly amazing how uh, uninteresting he is in this cut. You like cut, big gray guys? You like big gray guys? Hey, Kevin, um, hey, Kevin, I heard Kevin. I hear you're making a blockbuster. Uh, you like big gray guys? You like a big gray guy? Do you want a big? You want a large gray lad? Um, uh, you want two of them? In fact, uh, do you want do you want Steppenwolf and Darkseid to have the exact same voice? Do you? Do you want them to have exactly the same voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which incidentally is almost the same as Batman's voice. Uh huh. Um. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, what, was Keith David busy? <laughs> like you can you couldn't get Keith to be dark side? Was he fucking busy? Was he you needed to like put a voice modulator on some dude? You could what, you didn't have money for Keith in the Snyder Cut budget? Oh my god. Um, well, Desaad has the same voice too. Yeah, it's three guys of the same voice. It's like honestly astounding it's like truly like when you're watching it you're like wait fucking exactly this who's talking and it's so oh my god they all have the same art design and which is not not even i mean like to time all together fine although again why would you want to make the new gods one of the most colorful and like wildly creatively costumed institutions in comics why would you want to sand that down? Why, Why would you, you want, want them to, to look gray and black? Yeah, it's 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 an actual like affront to what those characters are like there for. It's like it's actually uh, astounding. It's it's mm-hmm. truly like 
it's like if 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 when Marvel went to space, you know, and instead of it being like beautiful and colorful like Guardians and and Thor Ragnarok, it was just gray. <laughs> it was just space rocks. It was all just asteroids. Um sucks. It's bad. Uh the only color in this movie is fire. If it is not fire, it is gray. <laughs> it is Yeah, um, yeah, that's it's it's it yeah, it's still Zack Zack loves his flat colors. Yeah, you are either fire or you are gun. And those are the only <laughs> colors that exist. Uh, and again, that aesthetic worked really well in 300, I think. Uh, a movie I don't, like, stand by, but I think does have, like, an interesting look. Uh, and then we're yeah. just like, oh, no, that's just how what his movies look like. <laughs> well, the, well, no, it because lo- it looks like Sucker Punch. Like, Yeah, it looks like Sucker Punch. Yeah, it's not like 300 is still really really distinct when he and was trying to stick to a set style. This is Zack doing kind of whatever he wants. So, which is the look of Sucker Punch. Right, and it's like you know, there's all these dumb internet fights about like the look of Marvel or the look of DC. They're both flat and uninteresting. They can mm-hmm. both lose. <laughs> it's just one <laughs> is dark and flat and one is bright and flat. But they're both really what? flat and uninteresting to look at. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we're... we're uh, uh, okay, so Steppenwolf comes in. in uh, again, in the theatrical cut, he's, like, the least interesting guy. In the Snyder cut, he's still so fucking uninteresting. But now he, he wants to impress Daddy Darkseid. Well, and that know, is... well yeah, he's, he's Uncle Starscream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is... Uh, uh, Steppenwolf is Starscream, and... <laughs> And uh, Megatron is is Darkseid, um, yeah. and they just don't they just don't. He just like he makes a puppy dog face once every hour. He's still phenomenally like un uncompelling as a as yeah. a villain in the film. Yeah, where like they try so hard to make him feel sympathetic. I guess it does not go that that dog don't hunt. It, that's what I mean. Like they give him such big human eyes. Yeah, which I like. Uh, I like that they made the very that they tr- at least try to make the very human new gods look alien and like weird. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect that, but just it's so boring. They're so boring to look at. It's so boring, and it's like, how could you even take Jack Kirby's Fourth World and make it uninteresting? Like, you can do a lot of things with with that insane little universe but uninteresting seems impossible and yet it's a feat they've accomplished now twice thank god Um, ava duvernay has hold of that yeah god i can't written by tom king and ava duvernay fourth world i mean okay all right okay okay dc did you see a wrinkle in time no i did not wild insane movie (laughs) if you but that is the energy that a fourth world movie needs right is like yeah that's why she's perfect to direct it absolutely i think it's amazing that like when she's not like uh directing you know documentaries about like the the american life of black people she is directing like bananas fantasy movies i think that's cool i like that so awesome that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a movie I'll see. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'll go see fucking New Gods with with uh, Ava DuVernay. Sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, she could do Big Barda. She would do an excellent fucking Big Barda and and Mister Miracle. Oh Again, my tall god. And, yes. Tall and small. Um, that is that is what I want. Give um, us our bug. God, give me a big bug. Uh, Parademons suck. 
in this movie, <laughs> by the way. These are fucking, again, you take like a, an iconic Zach, uh, Jack Kirby design, King Kirby. You take an iconic Jack Kirby design and just make it a little bug. It's It sucks so bad. It's, yeah, it's the really... Big, like, sci- the sci-fi flying monkeys. Yeah, that's all they are. Just, just guys in black. The fucking, the emo version of the henchmen from Venture Brothers. Right. <laughs> right, Monarchs, Monarchs little guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, they're fucking uninteresting. They're a thing you kill 50,000 of in a video game. That's, mm-hmm. that's all they, they are the first bad guy you fight uh, before, like, you know, later on in the game where they get, like, shields or, or, or well, you know, no, things. No, it's, the, the parademons in this movie are the guys you fight when they when the game doesn't have an idea for a boss battle, so they just do waves. Waves, like waves. when you're on an elevator level, right? And it's yes. just, like, going up, and they're like, survive for five minutes as we throw these fucking dudes at you. Um, it's honestly, like, there's a... Um, in the first, like, Gears of War, there's a section where you're on, like, the back of a truck and you're just, like, shooting, like, infinite, like, bad bats, basically. That's <laughs> what these guys are. Um, that's that's what these guys are. Um, anyway, it's not interesting. That's the last we'll speak of this. <laughs> he, yes. he, my, one of the big issues with this movie is that every scene happens four times. So there's, like, four scenes in this movie where Steppenwolf Skype calls Desaad and is, and Desaad's like, what's the progress? And Steppenwolf is like, no progress since last we spoke. <laughs> Nothing Let to report. Let me talk to my nephew. It's fucking so stupid. Well, no, Darkseid is uncle. Darkseid oh, is uncle. Oh, wait, I thought it, I thought it was the reverse. No, it's no? Uncle Darkseid. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, he is nephew. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. but it, it just doesn't, it's, just, it, it's, every scene happens four times in this movie. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. What, what, <laughs> what goes on? We haven't talked about the other two guys. There's two more guys. We yeah. Gotta, we gotta like, talk about. So, yeah. So like the Amazons are supposed to be d- uh, guarding the box. Oh, right. Uh, the, this scene is okay. Cause it's kind of like 300 E. Yeah. The effects look fucking atrocious it, it was, fucking... I was starting to get um big immortals vibes yes not even 300 the ripoff of 300 immortals like the, real real clash of the titans movie, but... the 2001 um yeah it's the horse riding effects look so fucking terrible and i'm like <laughs> i don't know i saw hidalgo in like 2004 <laughs> felt like I was believing a horse. I guess it was because he was on a real horse in the desert. Right. <laughs> I guess that was the that was the clincher there, is that yeah. it was an actual horse. Well, yeah, well, it looked like if if um, Speed Racer was about horse racing instead of cars. Oh, God. Um, but, Which you know, I would speed- watch if it kept the energy. I mean, sure. Right. Speed Racer builds its entire aesthetic around that look, whereas, like, this is just, like, a bad <laughs> scene. Yeah. Um, it's fine, I guess. You know, Steppenwolf just kills a bunch of anonymous women. Good movie you made, Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just, like, mows them down. Um, this gets into what uh, a topic we discussed briefly last time, is that Zack Snyder 
is an avowed nationalist. He loves nations. It just doesn't really matter what the nation is. It can be Sparta, it can be Themyscira, or it can be Atlantis, but so, or, or you know, uh, uh, Apocalypse, but it's always about the nation and the nation state and, and how we survive as a nation. That's something he's phenomenal. Well, I would argue in. that Themyscira is not a... N- it's it's much more tribal than that. Like the nation is a it's a, it's a it, small is, nation is a concept that really Themyscira um, precedes. No, I know, but the way it's presented is yeah. is a nationalistic style. Even though well, it's, it's not well, it's, literally it's not just a nation. Um, that, that's argue more of a fantasy trope in general than just this because Lord of the Rings is very like very much about nation states. I mean, that's true. That is, I'm not, he didn't invent this. Yeah. But the way he chose to present it is nationalistic. The way he Mm -hmm. chose to present it is like, oh, for the nation, I will protect the box and I will die in the, in the concrete cube as it falls into the, into the sea. Like that is the way it's presented. And, and so much of the talk it you know, the Aquaman scene is about like, you need to go back to your nation. Your nation needs you. Um, yes, that's true. It's, that's all. That's that's all I'm saying. Like the way he, it's it's mm. it is easy to take these DC universes and make them nationalistic. But that is the way he chose to do it. Well, they there don't. Are a frame, bunch well, they of don't ways. frame it on your country. They frame it on your people. Which the people of your country? The, I would like argue you, that I would argue there's a difference. It's much more like Volk. It's more hum- like because the nation is something that transcends the people. It, like people belong to a nation, but pe- but the people are a, I would argue are a different kind of entity and structure to focus on. I I I, I could get you. I could I could hear that. Um, that's fine. It's a it's it's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. We're, but we're, yeah. we're getting beside ourselves. We're yeah. we're we're here talking about uh, Amazon's not beating uh, a Steppenwolf, and also uh, a quick check. Uh, what do you think of um, William Defoe as a Volko? Uh, rules <laughs> pass. First uh, performance review uh, success of this of this franchise. Um, I uh, you need to take up your trident. <laughs> it's, I don't think I think Willem Dafoe is one of those guys that's just he can't he can't be bad. I could never watch Willem Dafoe and be like, ugh, what's going on? Uh, I just think he's one of those guys. Um, I'm a bi- I'm a bit of an Aquaman myself. I'm a bit of an Aquaman myself. <laughs> Orm, you think the ocean belongs to you? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, what a what a good Jesus <laughs> Willem Dafoe turned out to be. Yeah, uh, literally, well, he was a good Jesus. He was exactly that's what I was, I'm going to watch. I'm going to rewatch that next weekend because next weekend is Easter weekend. The Last Temptation um, of Volko. Last Temptation of Volko movie I would watch. Um, absolutely. Thank God that movie made a billion dollars, so we're going to get at least one more insane ocean <laughs> movie. <laughs> Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, all right, so we'll, we might as well just use this to jump to the Atlantean stuff, um, which is boring as sin and looks like shit. Ugly um, boy, if you thought, um, the flat lighting of the surface looks bad, wait till you see it filtered even more hazily underwater. 
wait until you're under the sea. Uh, yeah, it's it's like the what little light there was on the surface has been f- diffused so much that it's like <laughs> nigh impossible to see. Uh, Steppenwolf busts into this one Atlantean ruin where they keep the mother box just on a little pedestal. Uh, <laughs> like three guys at least the humans at least cyborg buries it under one foot of dirt <laughs> like they just, the atlanteans put three guys in charge of the mother box i i like the idea that that zack snyder thought the atlanteans just suck like they're yeah his, his interpretation of the atlanteans is that they suck shit he's like these guys suck um so like mira uh, gets her ass kicked or whatever and then you know aquaman shows up for some reason because he mm. f- felt the sirens call or whatever yeah no he he had to save his people that he still hates right uh and then we have two scenes about like aquaman you need to go back to your people and he's like no <laughs> uh-uh <laughs> no thanks no thanks bud buckaroo um my man my aquaman uh and he um the my man was cut uh or no my man is there but they cut yeah 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 they Uh, cut the well he says it with two syllables the yeah yeah they cut when he lands on the batmobile he doesn't go yeah anymore uh as someone that built an entire music video (laughs) from that particular line reading a little salty about that uh yeah i can't believe they cut the best moment of the original cut (laughs) Um, but yeah, after Aquaman says no, I think for the third time, that's when he, yeah, he's Wonder refused Woman the call goes three tasers. Aquaman has refused our Lord three times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman has denied he knew our Lord three times. Um, he, he, a real refusal of the call in the hero's journey of Aquaman. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman goes to Batman. Yeah, and then um, and that's when she gives the uh, exposition dump. Yeah, the exposition dump uh, that, like, long ago there were, you know, men at, at Amazons men. before they got wet. <laughs> Atlanteans when they were surface people. And they had a... men, and women, and wet men. One green lantern. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like... I do like that you know it's an old Green Lantern because it's like a monkey. <laughs> like it's a yeah, monkey. it's like a monkey guy. He's cool. Uh, before the Green Lanterns decided that the, an Earthman was worthy, right? Before, <laughs> yeah, like they thought they're like, oh, there's like apes. Uh, we'll give it to a chimpanzee. Uh, right. I don't know about these humans. Yeah, these humans. You know, we got We're kind of doing a trial run here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before. Omar Ray or whatever his name like crashes and Hal Jordan is, gets the ring. Uh, it was like a monkey man. He's fine, I guess. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Darkseid shows up and does a big fight. Um, it sucks. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's not good. I don't know what, what else you want from me. It's very uninteresting. Um, it comes way too late in the movie. I hate to say it, but like, boy, you know, maybe you should have borrowed from Jackson even more and made it the opening of the movie or something. <laughs> this like exposition dumps so late. It comes too late for me to give a shit because we've just watched like two hours of the mother boxes not having any context right. for what they are. And then Wonder Woman tells the story. So- I'm like, yeah, I was like, oh, now I know why I should have cared <laughs> all this time. And it's just so long. Like, it's like a 10-minute sequence. And I couldn't, like, 
I, I watched this movie one week ago. I couldn't tell you one moment of this uh, besides, like, the... I remember the Atlanteans getting off their little boat. And... Which is the dumbest fucking thing in the... Why would they have boats? They have a boat. <laughs> they have a little boat. Uh, from their uh, steampunk society, as viewed in, in the film Aquaman. Um, and uh, they get off a little boat. But I couldn't tell you... Like, I, Darkseid gets his ass kicked. <laughs> and he, he flies away. Um, like fucking Cobra Commander. You know, he just gets his ass kicked. And he's like, I'll be back, Joes! <laughs> he flies away. Um, and then they divide up the boxes. The humans, in classic human style, bury it under one foot of dirt. Just and like, and one... forget it. They just... <laughs> forget it. Forget the box. <laughs> We're gonna bury it in a shallow grave. Uh, these mother boxes that can be sniffed. You can sniff your mother's box. <laughs> Why does Zach keep using the phrase, the scent of the mother box? I will scent my mother's box. I will I will catch a whiff of my mother's sweet box. Okay. You have the whiff of mother about you. It's okay. <laughs> you the smell worst. like mother. You smell like mother. Stupid. Um, yeah, the humans fucked that one up. But actually, theirs is the one he finds last, so I guess that was right. the right strategy. Right, like, if, if yeah, the moon, it's actually a good thing the Nazis found it. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe the Nazis found the mother. The Nazis found it, and the United States just took it. Just took it with, like, the Ark of the Covenant. Top men <laughs> buried it in a facility somewhere. Um stupid stupid yes. movie i think uh in between i think we did uh, skip over um the introduction of lois lane pass <laughs> skip skip <laughs> chapter i love amy adams i do i think she's a, a great actor uh she can do comedy and drama i think she's been kind of on a hot losing streak for the last few years uh basically since man of steel but i think she is still a talented good performer oh she did a rival that was good um yes. she's a good actor who could have been an okay lois lane but it's just it's just nothing it's just nothing it's it, i i've never realized how boring a submissive lois lane is holy shit is it boring lois lane the least submissive <laughs> woman in the history of comics right the most like she's a she's a hard drinking chain smoking whip shot reporter who like will do anything for a scoop uh and and uh, honestly they got it with margot kidder i think i think we've kind of fucked this role up yeah. since margot kidder i think she was good and everything else has been a pale imitation and amy well, a good performer just it, she she's just sad core she just doesn't do anything. She's like, oh, my boyfriend died. Guess I'm going to quit my job and just sit around the apartment doing nothing all the this time. Is, this is what happens when you uh, do a Gentile Lois Lane. Like, sure. Like, she's low. Like, oh, God. It, Lois Lane needs to be coded Jewish. She just does. Sure. And she's so fucking boring in this. She's just sad and gives she's... coffee to. And she just stops by every day to see the memorial the ah, yeah she goes boring. every day to superman's little memorial and um it's uh it's a it's a really boring uh, take on this character when like i'm sorry what paget brewster wasn't answering the phone when you needed lois lane 
Like what? Like <laughs> fucking like I, was everyone else busy? Um, I just the only Lois Lane moment I can remember from any of these movies is well, besides it's his mother's name is in uh, Man of Steel when she's like exploring the Arctic for some reason, and she, and they're like, well, you got to suit up, ma'am, and she's like, what if I have to go tinkles? And that was the moment I wrote off this interpretation of Lois Lane for the next eight oh, yeah. years. That was like, okay, they they boffed this one. Oh my <laughs> Got to wait for the reboot. The chemistry between her and um, Henry Cavill is just not there. It's not there, and they're both very hot. I don't think yeah. that's the issue. Um, but like, and I'm I'm ugh, I'm so glad Henry has broken free of this fucking mm-hmm. franchise, and now he's like, now he's The Witcher. Now he does Mission Impossible movies. I'm just like so glad he's like broken free of. He this was Sherlock bullshit. Holmes. He was Sherlock Holmes. He was, you know, that movie was fine. Uh, but he, he was Sherlock Holmes. He's uh, Sherlock Holmes should not be that hot. I'm sorry. Sherlock Holmes <laughs> should be hot in an odd way. He should not be regular hot. Yeah, he, he should be, be like cut hot. He shouldn't be cut. I think like Johnny Lee Miller is like a good like. Okay, he's hot, <laughs> but not like matinee idol hot. Yeah, he, he's he's hot for a guy who was in Hackers or whatever. <laughs> He, sh- he, uh, he shouldn't look like he'd be in a fireman calendar. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's not a it's not it's not good. Uh, but you know, uh, Cavill pass on this one as well. Uh, just since we're <laughs> since we're talking about it, yeah. Uh, I love Henry. He doesn't get anything to do in this movie. He shows up in a black suit, but it took me like thirty minutes to realize it was a black suit because everyone's wearing black. <laughs> yeah, and he, and his suit and his original suit was dark dark blue. <laughs> It's not noticeably different from what came before. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, God. God. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Lois Lane, not great. Um, yeah, but uh, we also start, in, we also introduce um, Cyborg. Sure. Um, uh, well, hold dad. on. Can we, since we're talking about Lois Lane, can we briefly touch on just one of the most bizarre scenes in the entire sure, movie? Sure, sure. Where Diane Lane... Uh, goes to visit Amy Adams and is like, you know, we got a, the, the bank foreclosed on my farm. Yep, and I, I'm, I couldn't make the payments because I miss, because her Because I also dead, miss Superman. Fair. That's a reasonable yeah, that's thing to happen. She's an old woman and she's yeah. lost her husband and her only son. So yeah. like, you know, she's she's going through it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she shows up and is like, well, I'm moving out west. And <laughs> she she signs off to, to Lois. Um, and then, I'll although, like, to a where... sanctuary city, and I ain't happy about it. Where is... Did she move here? I think she... Well, it doesn't matter. I don't know, because the scene doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all, uh, because it, it turns out... <laughs> it turns out that Diane Lane is actually Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> like, Martian Manhunter knew that this is all going on. And basically told, and, like, knew to tell Lois Lane to stop being depressed and, like, get over her grief. Uh-huh. He knew to that much, but he... To go to the memorial, which will be really important later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, don't help in the big fight or anything. <laughs> right! Don't, don't help fight! Don't help, like, don't help fight Steppenwolf or anything. Martian Manhunter, you little fucking creep. Piece of um, shit. Piece of shit. I like Harry Lennox, though. I'm glad he got this paycheck. Yeah. Um, it's, although, like, when, when Diane Lane shows up later in the movie, I'm like, okay, is that Martian Manhunter or is that Diane Lane? Like, Wait, it doesn't... Who, 
is that is that am I supposed to be like, oh, it's Martian Manhunter, or oh, it's Diane Lane? I can't, I can't tell. Uh, it's just, um, it's, just uh, it's just such an unnecessary complication that goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. It adds to nothing, and it's uh, stupid. Um, yes. Even though I like Martian Manhunter, got nothing against my boy John yeah. Jones. Uh, you um, know what? I, I would say in this, this is a good performance. This is a good Martian yeah, Manhunter. Actually, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, Lennox pass. Eric <laughs> Lennox, uh, uh, good job, bud. Yeah, uh, um, he's been in like all of these movies, so it's like, oh, okay, yeah. is that is that? Am I supposed to read that as as Martian Manhunter now? Because that's interesting. I Not interesting so. enough for me to watch these like, movies again, though. I, I oh yeah, I think it's meant to be the same. Well, it is the same basic plot point from Supergirl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Supergirl, much better show. Go watch. Oh, go watch. Great Supergirl. Superman. Great Superman show. Supergirl. Yes, yeah, it's a uh, delightful. Uh, yeah, they just decided to take her and make her uh, Clark Kent, which I'm fine. That's that's good. You know, she yeah. works at a magazine. <laughs> she she has a secret identity where she wears glasses. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it works. Uh, it works. It works for what they're doing. Uh, Supergirl, good show. Uh, and uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So now you wanted to talk about Sideboard. Yes. Uh, at Star Labs. Uh huh. Uh, and, uh, in case you were wondering, all of these, uh, locations are somewhere. <laughs> yes. What city well, is Star Labs in, in relation to Metropolis? Star Labs Good is guess. in Metropolis. Okay. But Cyborg goes to Gotham University across uh-huh. the bay. Across the bay. I guess it's not that much of a commute because these cities are across the bay from each other. Yeah. Uh, Gotham famously in New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, it is. It really is just New York City and New Jersey. <laughs> well, they're both just New York City, is the thing about Gotham and, and Metropolis. It's just like New York yeah. nighttime and New York daytime. Yes. Uh there's no there's no difference between the look of any of these cities. So like the Flash being in Central City is not phenomenally different looking than either of the other two cities. They're just like cities yeah they don't have any distinct identity to them at all same with uh the like london maybe they don't tell us what european city it is well that that uh where where, where wonder Wonder woman is i think that statue is in london i think i think it's i think this is all in london um yeah it's whatever um (laughs) yeah uh anyway uh cyborg uh ray fisher uh, who's there is a lot of uh, conversation about uh, him in this movie and and uh, uh, his allegations against Joss Whedon, uh, believe Ray Fisher. Um, good performance in this movie. He is yes. saddled with some absolutely horrendous CGI all over his body, but good performance by Ray Fisher. Yeah, they, At- boy, did the original Whedon cut do him dirty, because that left him... <laughs> nowhere high and dry yeah <laughs> even though even though i thought his performance was good and i remember talking about that as the at, at when that movie came out um he uh was left high and dry but it turns out he's a little guy he was a football man who was in a bad bad car wreck uh with his mother his mother died and his dad said no i must <laughs> i must use a box and i will bring my son back mm-hmm. um i must so use he, a mother box to rebirth my son <laughs> rebirth my i must use the mother to birth the son uh and and uh rebuild cyborg and cyborg's like i hate you dad you made me a robot i hate you missed all my football games dad you missed all my football games you made me a robot and now this i'm stuck in this apartment this apartment is a prison man (laughs) um and uh and uh 
Uh, he hates his dad, so his dad's like, well, if you won't listen to me, maybe you'll listen to this. And he lays down a little tape recorder, and the tape recorder is like, son, you're a human man, uh, but you're also <laughs> I, I, I a robot like man. that this scene is like an echo of Superman's from Man of Steel. No, I like this scene. I think it's I think it's pretty I think it's a pretty interesting take on yeah. this uh, uh, intro story. I think it's pretty well done. Uh, I think the visualization of Cyborg's computer world is stupid in a way I can enjoy. Is stupid in a way that movies and computers have always been stupid. Uh, whether it's well, uh, it's a return about. to that kind of stupid '90s lawnmower man idea of computers. Yes, where you, where man. you know hackers, the computer scanners, the actor like, stands oh. on a grid. Yeah, exactly. It's that fucking uh, thing from Community Season 6 where the the Dean goes into a fucking virtual reality system and, like, he, he believes he has the powers of a god, you know? Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a great reinterpretation of that. Uh, he shows up at Wall Street, uh, and, of course, <laughs> Zach... and Bull are just fighting. Where a bear and a bull are having a big fight. Uh, dumbest movie of all time. Ten stars. Oh. Um... <laughs> And, yeah, uh, no, Ray Fisher was like coming out um like this bet this the fact that with this movie coming out, this better get him a cyborg movie. I hope it gets him a real movie. I don't <laughs> think that a cyborg movie would be very good, but I hope he gets money. You know what I mean? I hope he gets work. Uh, in the same way that, like, when John Boyega came out and said, like, Disney Star Wars is bullshit, um, I don't want him to, I don't want his reward to be, oh, you get a Finn movie. I hope his reward is, John Boyega, you're gonna get to do a lot of good movies instead. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I agree. I mean, That's if he wants to do, to put it. If he wants to do a cyborg movie, then he can yeah. do it. It's the it's the same it's the same thing. I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. but I I hope it means he gets to do like a a good movie because they were doing that fucking Doom Patrol show at the same time, which I hear is good. And it is cyborg. Good. Cyborg is on that, but it's not Ray Fisher, and no. so I'm just like, boy, that felt like a slight. That, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. feels oh, yeah. like a Ray, yeah. Ray did say that. Well, apparently Jeff bragged to him about it. <laughs> Oh, Jeff Johns. Yeah, because like well, Jeff Johns is the one who produced the Do- um, the Doom Patrol show. Yeah, he's the architect of all these like DC multimedia projects, and he can also go in a toilet and stay there. Yeah, Jeff Johns eat a dick. Bad um, nada. We 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 uh do not stand this man. His his kingship no. has been revoked. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff Johns. Take a fucking hike. Uh, your Green Lantern was overrated uh and you're also you're going the trash go in the trash wait did he do the green lantern movie no he did the the comics that everybody liked from like the the 90s and 2000s uh. um but i thought they were boring as hell uh so <laughs> anyway uh and yeah <laughs> that video of like i know someone came out and did allegations but i just want you to know that I never liked them <laughs> i'm living that fucking meme right now um <laughs> Moving on, uh, but the cyborg stuff is is good, and he is good. I think it just takes way too long for him to like actually enter the movie. Oh, absolutely! Like this, I think should have all this. I I think you could have comfortably edited this to be a mostly cyborg movie. Yeah, and I think this it would have worked a lot better. He's the closest thing this movie has to a lead. I think. 
dramatically speaking, it might be Ezra Miller <laughs> as as Flash, but think, like it's these I think two Batman are the... is meant to be kind of the protagonist. I like I, I do like that this is primarily an ensemble movie. It I is think an that's ensemble. a cool um angle to take this with. Yes, and I think the as far as like dramatic weight, the only ones that have any weight are Cyborg and Flash. They're the yes. only ones with like a noticeable substantive arc. Um, you know, you have multiple scenes where they're like, Aquaman, go claim your kingdom. You know, in the next no. in the next movie. In the ne- next time. Don't do it yeah. now. Next time. Yes. yes. Um and uh they're the closest thing this movie has, and I think that cy- the cyborg thing works. Um, he, he hacks the fed, uh, which is apparently easier to do than fixing Batman's plane, uh, which, which takes a long time, but hacking the federal reserve takes zero time. It's a very interesting, uh, dichotomy. Yeah. Uh, well, I, well, like, well, like Batman basically builds a spaceship, like a UFO. <laughs> that's yeah. like anti-gravity. So sure. It's I a big plane. I, I, I could believe that is more complicated all it does in this movie, though, is act as a cargo plane, like exists right. in every Avengers movie that they jump out of. You know, they love jumping out of planes and that shit. Um, that's all it does in this movie. So I'm <laughs> like, maybe Batman could just like buy a big plane. Yeah, no, you'd think uh, that would be you'd think the big plane would be the main would be central to his main action scene. But it's not. But you'd be wrong. You'd think if we spend this much time setting up a big plane that it would do something setting up the batwing it does not <laughs> the big plane does not do anything it just takes them to chernobyl yeah. uh, that's all it does in the whole movie uh weird movie you've made <laughs> um uh, yeah the the cyborg stuff is is good it just takes him a little too long to get out of that i frankenstein hoodie and and into the movie Yes, um, agree. Uh, and the the only other big major element we simply must get into uh, is Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, the Flash. Um, that's gonna be a fail for me, dog. Really? Why? <laughs> I, I thought he was obnoxious. I couldn't take him. Um, I guess I appreciate like. There's a read of this movie, and it was my read of the first time. I'm like, I read Barry Allen as having, like, a social disorder in this movie. Like, he's not just, like, a, whoa, wacka wacka, like, like character like that. Like, you see in a thousand different movies where it's like, oh, I'm I'm uncomfortable and socially awkward. I'm like, he, he is incapable of having a regular conversation with another person. And that... <laughs> Could, that that is the only way I can read this character. I just I found him obnoxious. I thought some of his run scenes were okay. I thought they were like kind of cool, but just the like blah, 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 blah. I was just I maybe it was just watching it on a Sunday morning. I was not in a mood for whatever he was bringing to the table. I think well, it, it, the problem with Zack Snyder is that he's not good at directing high like like he can't direct a conversation. He can't, he can't, I, he's, he can't make like the way human beings talk to each other feel like normal or like he, or his, in that heightened movie way where it's like fun. 
or energetic, which is what the seem Flash needs to to, be. to like him as a collaborator, but he is not an actor's director. I no. don't think he gets good performances out of his actors. The only actors that I think are good in his movies are guys like Ving Rhames in Dawn of the Dead, where it's like, well, it's Ving Ving Rhames. Like, when yeah. when did you see Ving Rhames be bad? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you saw that? Because I call you a liar. Um, that's, that's the only time I can think of, like, he's just, he doesn't get very good performances out of his actors. And this is no exception. He does not know how to do this scene. I also, like, Ezra here is kind of doing an even more amped-upped version of his performance from Perks of Being a Wallflower, that, like, I'm the wild, energetic, you know, wild card. I'll do whatever. I'll say something, and it don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I just don't think it works. But it sounds like you disagree. Well, like, the thing is, I think... Um, I love the way that Zack Snyder shoots the flesh in this. You um, mean, um, like, the, the sequences? The scenes, he, like, the, the guy whose, like, gimmick is slow motion all the time really knows how to make slow motion look cool and compelling. I agree. The way he runs was very distracting to me, where he, like, takes his arms and sort of karate chops his opposite shoulder. It was very strange to me. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what was going on here. Well, it, um, it, it, it looks like a guy who is moving at incredibly high speeds. Sure. I, yeah, like, I Dealing so. with momentum is still moving, but slowly. Yeah, I get you. Um, and I, I love the way he incorporates like light into it. It's the one. It's the only times he uses light. Interestingly, yeah, blue lightning sort of like radiating off mm-hmm. of the the flash. Um, I think if you were going to do the way you shoot the flash scenes as slow motion, which I agree, you know, like we all like that scene in in Days of Future Past, right? Where yeah. Quicksilver runs around and he eats the soup and he punches the guys um but if you're going to do that as the flash it's way more impactful if you're not also doing that constantly for the rest of the movie if you save the and i know that zach is incapable of saving yeah his slow he, he keeps using slow motion in all of his action scenes which renders the flash moments less impactful. they don't they don't have the impact that they could because you're not you're not saving it for when you need it. You're yeah. not you're not keeping that tool in your chest. It's the way that like I had a film appreciation teacher that always talked about the close-ups and they're like people use close-ups too much. A close-up can be the most impactful thing if you save it for when you actually need it. Um in and instead of it being your default way of shooting a scene and I uh, I think that's the same thing here with the slow motion, is that, like, this could actually be really cool if you didn't do it constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't introduce it as a concept in your opening scene, which is watching Superman die in slow motion. Yes, and watching his voice <laughs> rings uh, radiate around the world in slow motion, right? Right. Although, as the soundtrack I, I... wails as it goes, ah! Oh my god, so much, there's a lot of ladies wailing in this, a lot of ululation. Uh, the first time it happened, I laughed, and by the time it was, like, the third hour, and my, (laughs) my girlfriend had sat down to, like, watch the end, 
um, and had been like, why aren't you laughing at all this wailing? I'm like, well, I laughed three hours ago <laughs> the first 30 times it happened. Um, I hate it. I, it's one of my least favorite, like, touches on, on soundtracks, and I just, I don't, I don't care for it. Um, at least, like, do some cool, like, Witcher 3, like, whaley fight music like it's like do something like that but it's just like long long held out notes and i'm like cool great like that's one of the things that would be more impactful if it was used sparingly like they do with the wonder woman scenes yeah where they use it as the build-up for her theme to kick in sure that, that can works be... better because you know the because that's like a mediterranean thing but they mm-hmm. do it for everyone, so it just right. So it has it no seems... impact. It it has no. You're not saving it for when you really need it. So it mm-hmm. just it just becomes this thing, like the same thing that happens for me with the whole movie, where it just becomes this like wash that's happened. I'm like I'm I can't. It's like watching Shin on Delu or like Man with a Movie Camera. It's just like these are just images. <laughs> this it's it's like. Uh, Oh god, I think it was it was on the most recent How Did This Get Made where they were talking about it, where they compared this to like Koyana Scotsi, where it's just like <laughs> it's just, it's just images and sound. It's not it's not supposed to be a narrative. It's just images and sound. <laughs> um anyway, stupid. Hmm. Like I, I think the slow motion lends itself which considering Zach's um affinity for uh comic book movies does lend it to a comic book feel where you're looking more at slightly moving comic panels. Yeah. Where the gestures and expressions are more exaggerated and heightened. Which I generally agree with. I I, I think that's an okay way to do these very expressive comic books. Mm -hmm. It's just that he does it with everything all the time. (laughs) Exactly. It's not saved for when it would be most impactful. It works really well in 300, honestly. Yeah. Um, it, the, like the, you know, we all love the scene where they're backing the guys up over the cliff. Right. And it just mm-hmm. like looks straight out of the Frank Miller comic book. And that works really well in a movie like 300. It doesn't work as well here. No. Um, but this introductory scene where he's like being interviewed for a dog walking service <laughs> and he sees a pretty lady who I'm told is supposed to be like, iris west like his primary love interest weird that she doesn't get a line of dialogue yeah (laughs) weird um really weird optics on this one zacky boy uh Uh yeah well uh, because when he rescues her he like stare and at her and like tucks a hair behind her ear and ezra miller he's got kind of a weird face he has a weird face. Uh, you know, he's, he's, it's, I'm getting real vibes from like his performance in We Need to Talk About Kevin, where he's like a little murder child. Um, it, it, it's a very like elfin uh, face, face with the big eyes and like sky high cheekbones. Uh huh. It's that a, makes a long staring feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, he's like a sort of gargoyle, and I don't mean that as an act of disrespect, but he looks like one of the three gargoyles that hang out with Quasimodo in Disney's uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
Um, and and so this like slow mo sequence where like a sesame seed is rendered in slow motion, which I think is actually like funny. That's I think yeah. Zach again trolling. I think that's him right. going like, oh, I know what people expect from me, so I'm mm. gonna like fuck. I'll give it to him. Um, it's and the Flash then, getting a hot dog. In yeah, he slow grabs motion. a little. He grabs a little pocket dog, and he he stuffs it in his jacket, uh, and then he saves the woman. Um, yes. and uh, I just I. The, like, the soup thing and the, you know, drinking tab cola worked for that version of Quicksilver. I don't, I don't buy Barry Allen as the hot dog first people later guy. I, yeah. I don't buy it. Well, yeah, because he's not wacky. He's like, he's like, kind of like trying to tell jokes in a, in that horribly stilted manner that Zack Snyder shoots comedy. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, and I'm like, slow, <laughs> what is going on with this guy? He's written like he's Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, and, but directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah, they missed the chili on that dog yeah. uh, when, he was, <laughs> when he was pocketing it for later. Uh, Dad, I right. gotta work three jobs to get the rings to set you free. <laughs> I got it, Dad, I, I can get you out of here if I just get the seven chaos emeralds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I think the scene in the Iron Heights prison with, with his dad is fine. I think that, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's Billy Crudup. I'll take a Billy Crudup where I can get it. Um, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't go for me the rest of this movie. Um, it's all worth it for, uh, my favorite scene in both cuts of this movie. Um, but it just, it doesn't, it doesn't go for me. The, the car crash thing is fine, except for like, again, the weird optics with, with Iris, mm -hmm. but it, he just does nothing for me for the rest of the, the motion picture. I think the way, like, I, I think the way he's like shot in the action scenes with him, I really like, but yeah, performance, performance wise, he doesn't leave a lot to remember. <laughs> Yeah, it just didn't linger with me. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, it's fine if he's, like, a new hero or whatever, but he's running at, like, light speed, and he's still getting shot by parademons. And I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> he's so fast. Come on, man. Come on. There's, like, two different scenes where we have to wait because the Flash has been shot. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> every scene in this movie happens three times. Yeah. And so it's, like, we have multiple different scenes where the Flash has been shot and he cannot run fast. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, movie. You're so long. <laughs> Do it once so it's memorable. Yes, exactly. You know, one good scene where that happens, not two very close together. It's yeah. very strange. <laughs> Uh, so it, it, it's the rule of threes applied to everything. Uh-huh. And the scene where he meets Bruce Wayne, I was shocked that it's basically exactly how I remember it from the Whedon cut. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just slower. It just, it just goes on for longer. It just takes longer. And they cut like one joke about brunch, but he still refers to himself as a black hole for snacks, a snack hole. Um, <laughs> So Zach, Zach was smiling all day because he like thought of that one snack hole. Well, uh, we should, we of course must shout out the script by Chris Terrio, uh, Academy Award winner for his script for Argo, and then has made us regret that Oscar every subsequent time because <laughs> he he then turned around. He did Beavis. He did Rise of Skywalker and he did this. Oh, my God. He did Rise of Skywalker. He did Rise of Skywalker. Baby. Uh, I think we're going to just go ahead and call this guy not a very good scriptwriter. No. Um, so I don't I don't care for this one iota. Uh, anyway, all the guys 
are to, they unite the seven. The Justice League are assembled. Yeah. Somehow they just kind of start showing up. Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of they just kind of like answer the call just later. <laughs> yeah. Just like hey, <laughs> hey, I'm here now. Hey, what's up? Oh, your planes, your planes fucked up. That's bad. I guess yeah. we'll have to wait for the rest of the movie for your plane to do good. Yeah, no, but we got to see a car montage for when Bruce does. He's rich. And He's... this movie makes prodigious use of, like, heavy metal guitars. Oh, of course. Well, it's a Snyder film. And, he, and... He's, he's a little metalhead. How do, are they well applied at any point in this movie? No, sir. <laughs> glad you asked. No, no, they are not. Uh, glad, glad we're having this talk. Uh, no, they are not. They are not well applied. Uh, wait, do you think one could e- ever do guitar riffs in a, fa- a high fantasy movie? A high fantasy movie? Well, it depends or on your an definition. Or an epic fantasy movie like mm, this. Oh, ooh, epic. Mm, that's tough because I have one answer where I think a heavy metal guitar was exactly what was required, and I'm wondering if you can guess what I'm saying. I can't. The major motion picture that uses heavy metal guitar as not only like a good piece of score, but as the only appropriate use of score is, of course, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yes. <laughs> is yes. is uh, a metal guitar and they go so far as to have it being played by a character in the <laughs> film. <laughs> by the doof warrior uh, from the iconic Mad Max Fury Road, a movie I wish I was watching oh, <laughs> right now. One of the greatest. One of the greats, uh, great color in that, excellent uh, use of color. Good, uh, it's nice to look at. It's a nice movie to look at. It's nice to look at, and I would call it a fantasy film. I think it's yes. so far divorced from any sense of reality and exists in this like magical post-apocalyptic world, and I, I think it is a, I think it is a fantasy film. Yes, um, that's fair. But with big beep beep cars, which mm-hmm. I'm all for. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we we're all for. Uh, speaking of a uh, beep beep cars, uh, we get to not a transition. <laughs> speaking of beep beep cars, uh, Senator, this is when they fight Steppenwolf, I think that's the next big beat. Is oh the- right, Steppenwolf's been taking guys. He's been taking guys because he smells mother on them. Yeah, uh, he, he, he took Cyborg's dad. You have the scent of mother, Joe Morton. Uh, great guy, good performance. Keep him away from labs. Do not let him near a lab, because the last time he did that, Skynet happened. Don't let this guy, <laughs> don't let this guy near a lab at oh any God, point. Is that why they got him for this? Uh, maybe. To play, to, for, to be the dad of the computer son? Maybe. Uh, would make sense to me, as far as casting goes. Uh, so, yeah, they have a fight. Uh, in a dark, dark gray sewer where they ride a dark, dark spider tank and it's <laughs> The fine. bat spider tank, Kevin. The, call it what bat, it's properly called. The, the night bats, crawler. Yeah, the night <laughs> but with a K. Yeah, the exactly. crawler. Uh The knight crawler. And they have a fight. It, do, it didn't do anything for me in either cut. Um, we gotta, you know, there's a scene where they have to cross a small hole <laughs> in yeah, the gateway. I, yeah, that is so weird they kept that scene and i'm like i need to watch all five of them cross the small hole in a different way and like it just made me think of fellowship of the ring where they're on the like the catwalk above the chasm below and and the balrog is chasing them you know what i mean and 
it it's so like climactic and them crossing the gap like Frodo and Aragorn and all them like clearing that space is so thrilling and tense because they are just like these people but when you have five deities <laughs> I'm like I I think they could get across the small hole if nothing else Wonder Woman can throw them <laughs> Like, right, it's, it's it's not an issue. <laughs> well, no, it, it, well, no, it's like the opening of a video game where they just want to show every everyone's uh, jump cycles. Yeah, this is the tutorial. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where you have to solve the jump puzzle. Right. Um, press X for cyborg to fly. To Hold hover. X. Yeah, to hover. Yeah. Um, oh, you can super jump, dash, hover, or grapple. <laughs> Whoa, cyborg! Press X. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, you can totally beat up these guys by chaining square and triangle together. Um, so they do that. It's f- fine. <laughs> it's, they have they have a fight with Steppenwolf. Uh, Wonder Woman leaps over him with a sword, and there's a bunch of yellow lightning and whatever. Flash fine. helps. Flash uh, helps her then, get her sword, yeah. which is fine. I don't mind that. But I couldn't tell you anything. <laughs> That and then, uh, and then, right. This is the, where Aquaman the sewer shows breaks, up. and Aquaman spends t- like five minutes, like five straight minutes, just blocking water. Yeah, he's just there blocking water so the little spider tank can get it's out. Terrible. You were shocked that was not an Eden, uh, a Whedon edition, but I was. That reeks of Snyder to me. That is not a Whedon thing. You know, I, again, Whedon should go in the sewer. He should actually be in that sewer where this fight took place and he should stay there and he should live there. But that I've, I've seen and read a lot of Whedon stuff and big spider robot is not him. That's all Zach. That's, that is not a Whedon edition. I guess the reason I, it felt like a Whedon version because it felt like something they came up with and created hurriedly because it is so boring looking. Like it's just a box with legs and guns. Yeah, it's a little gun box. Well, that's why I think it's Snyder because <laughs> it's a little <laughs> box with guns. Exactly. My point exactly. Um, it's it's fine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they do a little spider robot. Aquaman's there. Now the gang's all here and they decide... Uh, that they need to wake up Superman. And by wake up, I mean he's dead. And they need to bring him back to life. Um, they do... You didn't like it. I like that, uh, every, you know, after Barry's like, is anybody going to say it? I think we're all thinking, is anybody going to say it? And Cyborg's little computer just shows a hologram of <laughs> Superman. I like it. I liked that. I think that's fun. That's a good use of a bit of visual storytelling. It's silly, absolutely. But I thought it was fun. I thought it was fine. Well, like, if they kept it to, like, oh, like, like the start of, like, the cape flying, maybe. But they just reveal the whole 360 image of... Yeah, it's a whole little... A whole and little everyone guy. looking at the hologram. I know what you mean. I think it's silly, but that's why I liked it. I thought it was, yeah, I was no, silly like, I in like, a way. But... I, I liked it. It's just like everything in this movie. It went on... A long too time. long. Like, too this... Long. This movie really does feel like a movie for babies. Absolutely. In that, A, it, it does kind of feel like what if a 12-year-old wrote a Justice League script? Mm-hmm. It would be th- it would be like this. Mm-hmm. Of just, of like, just what a child would think is awesome, which... Fair. 
is, I think, I, I, I think is the ideal way to write a superhero movie, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, is what a 12-year-old would think is cool, because that is, again, the target, target demo of what you're doing here. Exactly. Uh, you're right. I think that, like, holding on Batman's face and having, like, the hologram of just, like, the red cape flapping in front of his face would have been, like, more effective, but Zack is not a subtle man. No! <laughs> He's not a subtle man. Right, which, again, further points, this is a movie for babies because everything is introduced and then reiterated and then continued until a child would get the point. Yes, uh, exactly. Um, and it's, it's you know, after all the talk of, like, Zach's movies are so deep, they're for adults, blah, 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 this is the dumbest, cheesiest kid movie yeah, I've ever seen this, in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, this movie is so lighter than, like, either of his, any of his other superhero stuff. And if you like this movie, that's fine. This is not a deep or thoughtful no. film. Nor is it trying to be. That is not even its intent. Exactly, which is kind of, which is what I really do respect about it, is that it feels like a superhero movie for kids, actually. Yeah, it's dumb as a sack of hammers, and yeah, I, I simply and must so respect simple. it. it's so simple, and like, like, there's just not a lot of plot to it. Too simple so for it's four hours. <laughs> to follow. Yeah, actually. It's, it's just, it's too simple for the runtime. Uh, yes. it's, it's, it's simplicity is not interesting and it goes on for way too long. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, that like, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but I have been so far this year, uh, going on a real Martin Scorsese kick. Right. Uh, and, and tonight I will watch my like 12th Scorsese movie of the year. So I've been watching a lot of long movies and say what you will about the work of Martin Scorsese. His movies aren't boring. And they are dense, and they are quick, and they pick up with a lightning pace. You are never waiting for it to begin. Even in, like, a three-hour movie like fucking Wolf of Wall Street, you are on from the go. And mm -hmm. it never stops propelling, and it never stops moving, and, and each step hits the next, and we're moving on, and we're going. So even though it takes an hour for Kyle Chandler to show up in Wolf of Wall Street, you don't care because you don't feel like you're waiting for something to happen. Um, mm. Goodfellas goes from the jump, you know what I mean? And this movie just wastes so much time in its extensive runtime. It's just so long and i feel like you're waiting a full two hours for the movie to start <laughs> i mean yeah although i do think it's i do feel like it's the first two hours that are the strongest that's somehow true and i hate that you said that but you're right like every like, like i've read a bunch of reviews in preparation for this and the general complaint to this is that everyone feels uh, everyone starts falling off after about two hours, mm -hmm. which is about when the first big fight against Steppenwolf is. And yeah. I think that is pro and the fact that everyone stops really remembering and really thinking about it when the actual Justice League movie part starts is not good <laughs> is a yeah, that's a massive you've you've failed your primary job well, your, right, the, your job is to get us excited to see everyone come together and punt and fight the bad guy 
but they don't have interesting interplay as a as a group or i don't feel the like individual dynamics between them i don't remember any lines no. of dialogue that happened after this point yeah it's and just... like the script tries to give like tries to give each character a moment with each other it tries it tries it yeah tries. but they're uh, just they're nothing like the the scene of aquaman and atlanta and um wonder woman being together and like not expressing any bias against each other hanging out in the back of a van yeah <laughs> together yeah, they just hang out and talk about man an amazon and atlantean wouldn't you believe it um and then like they both have the same saying which is like an apple a day keeps the doctor away like just some yeah just some nothing proverb right based on my particular tastes right like wonder woman and aquaman hanging out in the back of a van should be my favorite scene in the entire movie Mm -hmm. like based upon like how I'll go to the table, and again, this guy belongs in a sewer, but, like, for the sequence on Hawkeye's farm in Age of Ultron is, like, all I want out of a superhero movie, right? Like, I like them hanging out in a mundane world. I like these, like, gods walking through Indiana cornfields and things. Like, that, I love that shit. And it's just, it's nothing. It's not a scene. It's not, it's not anything. They're just like, huh, wouldn't you think? Uh, But I like the scene kind of where Flash and Cyborg are digging up a grave <laughs> together. Yeah, well, yeah, because they, they actually do the one, like, actually kind of interesting beat where they both muse over the fact that they are digging up the corpse of a man they both admired. Yeah, I think that's cool. Like, they're at, like instead of just being like, huh, wouldn't you think? They're, like, actually kind of talking about, like, the situation that they're in. And, like, they don't feel comfortable using their powers to get him out. <laughs> Yes, uh, exactly. Right? Is that like we must we must put our our hands to soil and and dig up uh, Superman's grave? Yeah, like that. Yeah, it's good. It, it's the one good chemistry moment. Oh God, there was that one moment earlier where Bruce like no brushes hands with Diana. I want to die when that <laughs> happens that's so embarrassing as a movie that's like i remember i saw the 2017 justice league in theaters because i worked at forbidden planet and there was a movie theater next door and sometimes people would bring in a free ticket and just be like i'm not using this anybody want it and they and so i saw i saw three movies uh with with free tickets um and one of them was Justice League. And I remember my Union Square movie audience getting to, in the Whedon cut, there's an extended scene where it kind of feels like Batman and Wonder Woman are about to kiss. And I have never felt an audience reject something in a movie so soundly as a unit. Like, hearing groans from people. Oh, God. Like, just, just no one was into what was happening no, here. No chemistry between them. No. At all. It's terrible. Uh, but they go to Superman's goop ship uh, to wake up Superman. I like the scene where they're taking his corpse through and all the suits are, like, presenting themselves. And they're like, it senses his presence. Um, I didn't really need them to say, like, it senses his presence. But, like, <laughs> I, because I'm like, oh, okay, you think I'm an idiot and that I don't. And that I don't get it. Well, no, uh, it, 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 like it's for the babies. And uh, Kevin, right. you and I are big boys. 
Yeah, we're big boys. I've been noticing that a lot in the last few things I've watched, uh, which were like Falcon and Winter Soldier and The Queen's Gambit both stop for a second so the characters can explain their motivation. (laughs) (laughs) Where Bucky's like, I need Cap to be right about you, because if he's right about you, then he's right about me. And I'm like, yeah, I I got it. (laughs) The Queen's, Queen's Gambit stops and she's like, I guess I like chess because... It's a thing I can control. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got it. Subtext I I... is, like, authors who use subtext are all cowards. Are all cowards. You're absolutely right. And yeah, they wake up Superman. Barry knows that when he moves at the speed of light, time gets wibbly wobbly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually kind of, I don't know, stuff going in reverse. Stuff going in slow motion, I could kind of go either way on. Stuff going backwards, though? Big fan. Love stuff that goes backwards. Oh, yeah. No, I, I again, I love the way he makes Flash running fast feel like almost like transcendental and like it, surreal. It, yeah, it feels like God is moving. Like it feels yeah. like God, like it feels like Hermes himself is moving and like the reality is warping around mm-hmm. him. And I think like that's you're, cool. like you're going into another world. Yes, that, like, something is breaking the boundary of our reality mm-hmm. in what is happening. And I think that's cool. It's Superman's little f- photo of his dad falls at, like, a perfect, like, 90-degree angle so he can face the camera. It's so stupid. But, like, the cube <laughs> is going backwards and flashes red. I don't know. It's cool. I'm a oh, big no, dumb and, like, idiot. even the computer thinks this is a fucked up thing to do. Like, the computer's like, like the computer Whoa. says, God, like, God has forsaken us. God has left this place. God, God wants no part of this. Um, yeah, and they wake up Superman, and it's the best scene in the movie where he goes to his own memorial, and the Justice League shows up, and he's like, "Foe!" <laughs> they have well, no, a big. No, no, what it is is he's like, "What are these things?" And then I'm so fucking. I hate that they kept this. Cyborg's robot body just starts preparing to attack him because it thinks he, it's a threat oh my self-defense blah blah, blah is activated and i'm that like that did not come up was not a thing earlier does not come up before or after <laughs> does not does not factor into the rest of the movie actually mm-hmm. um yeah that's dumb uh but it does get us into a little superman fight which i like I like that he's fighting everybody, and of course the best uh, moment in the entire movie, when Flash is doing a a big fast run, and Superman just like, looks. (laughs) Yeah, his eye just swivels, and it's the scariest goddamn thing. His head starts turning, and I just, every time I see that, even in the theatrical, I'm just like, I'm gleeful. It's so good, uh, that that moment that happens, Um, and it's they they cut my second favorite moment of the sequence, which is where Batman or Superman picks up Batman like a piece of trash, and then, and then <laughs> when Lois shows up, up like a cat. just holds him up like a little cat, and when Lois shows up, he just chucks him over <laughs> his shoulder. <laughs> it's so, and I'm like, oh, Batman died. <laughs> oh, he's there. He just like broke his pelvis landing. <laughs> It's so good. They cut that bit, though. I guess because uh, that was yeah. a Whedon bit. Well, th- admittedly, that's because that scene that had the worst joke in the entire movie. Because when Superman was holding up um, Bruce, he says, like, do you do you bleed? <laughs> you will. 
And then when he throws him over the, his shoulder and Batman lands on his tailbone, uh, he, like, sits up and, like, like, rubs his bottom and goes, something is, well, something's definitely bleeding. Something's definitely bleeding. <laughs> Hate it. Uh, it's bad. Uh, Terrible. Stay in the sewer, Joss. Stay in the sewer, Joss. Don't, and I'm not sending you any food either. You live down there now. You, you got to forage. live with conservative splinter now. Forage like a fucking Morlock. <laughs> <laughs> Joss, I just think cancel culture has gone too far. <laughs> Joss, why are we not focusing on the crisis at the border? <laughs> Listen to our fucking, what movies for babies was that in? That's a Lego movie. Lego movie of all things. Yeah, go listen to that if you want to know the origins of conservative split. <laughs> <laughs> they can take my rifle from my cold dead end. Why can't we say that Superman is here for truth, justice, and the American way? If they came for Dr. Seuss, they'll come for you too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I made a funny uh anyway uh yeah the superman comes back and then he uh flies off to smallville with lois where he nuts and his memory comes back he gets mm-hmm. one good nut off and his, his <laughs> he, 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 he does a come tribute and he, uh he gets his lois lane and martian manhunter yeah he gets his he gets his uh dick wet and it fixes his brain um and yeah, Mar- he hugs either his mom or Martian Manhunter. Wait, who is can Martian say? Manhunter the one who bought the house? Who can say? No, Batman buys the house. I well, bought the I, bank. I am your mother now, Superman. Superman, I am your mother now. Superman, come here, my son. Uh, <laughs> give mommy a kiss. Um, <laughs> fucking this movie. Uh, are we? Is this done? <laughs> no, no, because they, they have to go to Chernobyl. Yeah, this one they go to Chernobyl. Batman uh, go vroom vroom beep beep. He go beep beep vroom vroom. He shoot with big gun. Mm-hmm. Um, super, you know, Wonder Woman does nothing cool. Uh, Aquaman. I I still like the Aquaman shit in here. Where like <laughs> Cyborg throws him. He lands on a little alien. And he surfs him <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> He's a surfer. He's a surfer. It rules. It's so stupid. I love how stupid it is. That's beautiful to me. Oh, how dumb that shit. is. It's, uh, it's good. Shit. It's good shit. He still says, "My man," uh, which is good. All right, you know. And then they uh, get to you know the Three Mile Island silo, and they start start fighting, <laughs> start fighting Steppenwolf, and the same thing happens as in the theatrical cut, where the Justice League just fucking gets their ass kicked so that Superman can fix everything. So well, that's... no, well, actually, no, Superman, I do like that Superman still shows up and in his black, uh, outfit. His black outfit. Uh, Which is, you know, no, that's comic. Darker that, now, because he's back from the dead. That's comic accurate. When he returned to life, he had the black outfit and the mullet. Um, that's, still that's, stupid. Yeah, it's still dumb. It's from a fucking Superman comic book. It's dumb. But dumb is part of the thing. You can't exactly. get rid of the dumb. Don't try and pretend it's not dumb. It's dumb. I know. It's uh, for exactly. babies. It's for babies. And that's the point. That's the target demo. Uh, it shows up. They do a big punch. Um cyborg is losing control of the boxes yeah um yeah he's hacking the mother boxes he's he's hacking mother um and uh, flash is like i gotta go fast (laughs) (laughs) i gotta go faster and then he runs really fast and he like i think the sequence it's cool i don't know what to tell you it doesn't like 
I wish it like made me feel anything, but it was kind of cool to look at. <laughs> it, <laughs> I it, it technically resolves an arc. It technically resolves an arc. Sure. Uh, he runs very fast and so much that he like rewinds time. And I'm just like, like I watched a sequence where like the ending is about rewinding time. And I'm like, why did galaxy quest do this better? Like why, why is Mathazar activating the Omega 13 more impactful than Flash running so fast? He like rewinds time to save the universe. I don't know, but uh, uh, that's, I think uh, because if there were like contrasting light, uh, seeing stuff format together that you could see clearly would be cooler than everything mm-hmm. just kind of blurry and dark blue. <laughs> That is the uh, humanist filmmaking of Dean Pariso at work, folks. Um, and uh, yeah, so he runs super fast. I just wish it was, I, just wish it was, I think we could have gone so much further with this. It was kind of cool what they did. I just, I think yeah. there's another like zone where like the speed force looks cool. You know, where like Atlantis looks cool. Instead of talking in air bubbles, they just talk underwater. You know, things mm-hmm. that make movies cool, which is not in this movie. Uh, but Flash runs very fast. Gotta go fast. And uh, he he rewinds time, and they uh, whoop Steppenwolf's little they, ass. They, like, brutally maim him. Yeah, they <laughs> like... fuck this dude up. So he, like, loses his little horn, and then they all get they all get a touch on that ball. You know, they all get yeah. a hand on that ball for the winning for the winning shot, uh, where, like, the portal is open to Apocalypse, and Darkseid just be, be standing there. He'd just be there. Uh, Granny Goodness is back there. Uh, thank goodness she didn't say anything, so there's still time for Granny Goodness to be good. Um, <laughs> for them to be, like, a good character. Um, Desaad is there. Everybody loves Desaad. You know, kids, they're all, they'd be talking about Desaad all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I, 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 when I saw uh, Desaad, I stood up and clapped. I saw it. I saw it, and I clapped. It broke new ground. <laughs> it's, uh, and they, they all get a hand on that ball, and they just, like, <laughs> Like, I'm like not... Aquaman impales him with the trident. Like I'm not saying the guy doesn't have it coming. <laughs> I don't want you to mishear me, but like the Justice League just fucking murdered this guy. Yeah. It's like, it, oh yeah, it feels it, which I, it feels like a very kid thing to do to get suddenly really dark. Yeah, it feels like a kid thing that it's like, and then we kill the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kill the big bad guy uh, we take out his guts i don't mind when superheroes kill i know for a lot of people that's um a big sticking point but i i, I don't think superman should kill imho but everyone else i have no issue like everybody makes a big issue that like batman does not kill and i'm like none of them kill well, spider-man doesn't kill why is it batman's thing to not kill um, like it's more compelling that he doesn't use guns. Sure, that's, that's interesting. Boring. Sure, guns are old hat. It's so fucking weird when you're watching like an Avengers movie and like Thor is there and Groot is there and Winter Soldier just has like a gun. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just got a nice machine. Like, not even a... like guns in his robot arm. Which would be cool. No, he has a regular gun. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbest <laughs> character of all time. Uh, he. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, they they all get a hand on that ball and they like brutalize this guy. Like I don't know, I don't like Wonder Woman will kill a guy. That is something yeah. I respect about her. Is that like one when it comes to it, she doesn't kill all the time. But if somebody's fucking taking it too far, she'll fucking kill a guy. Yeah, <laughs> she'll do it. Yeah, and, and she I re- beheads 
Yeah. Seven wolves. Yeah, and I think Daredevil should be able to kill a guy every so often. Not all yeah. the time, but like, and he did it accidentally recently in a comic. And it was like pretty good. He had like one of his very Catholic like crises of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. Uh, but he should be able to kill a guy sometimes. That's okay. Not like all the time. Not like Punisher. <laughs> it sucks. No, no. But like, you know, I don't know. I think, it, you know, you go through like a list of superheroes and you're like, that, I don't know. Storm from the X-Men would kill a guy. If it came down to it, she would fucking kill a guy with lightning. And if it, if it needed to happen, she would try yeah. and do everything else, but she'd do it if it needed to happen. Wolverine kills guys all the time. And you know what? Wolverine's cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone I hate loves to say him. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to sorry folks. Wolverine's a cool guy. He's a little man. He's five foot four. <laughs> he's got little claws. He's a little hairy, <laughs> little hairy Canadian man. He <laughs> he's rules. just a stout, gruff man. We love a short king. He's a short little yeah. king. And uh, uh, Hugh Jackman playing that part is short guy erasure. <laughs> that should have yes. gone to a short king. That's uh, <laughs> fine. Uh, but the next one should be short. Give me a little yes. boy. Uh, so yeah, they all get a hand on that ball and, uh, Steppenwolf shows up on Apocalypse in two pieces and Darkseid is like, hmm, see you guys in Justice League 2. Yeah. Oh, which is... After all this. Right. <laughs> After and all then this we horse... get to... And then the movie just stops on what could have been a nice note of everyone just looking nice into the horizon. Yeah, it's a motion. little much. I'm like, I don't know if we earned this, but, uh... <laughs> I don't know if we earned this, but it's fine. You know, at the end of the Justice League movie, you get the six guys on the sunset, but the sunset somehow does not provide any light or color to the situation. What alien planet does this take place on? Um, Anyway, they're all on the, like, the lip of a nuclear silo, because this is X-Men Origins Wolverine, and they're looking out into the bright new day. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ever... A a reappraisal of that movie is needed, because it is gloriously stupid. It's... It's perfectly dumb in such a beautiful way. I think we need a critical reappraisal of that film as uh, a, a true uh, auteur of dumb guy cinema. <laughs> and uh, we we do all... Leif Schreiber runs on all fours in that movie. How can you people say it's bad? <laughs> runs on all fours. You idiots, you imbeciles. You don't understand cinema. Uh, and the Justice League look out on a bright new day and uh, then we, then it's like right cut to epilogue. It's like moving right into the into the epilogue. Yeah, where like <sighs> Lois Lane might be pregnant. Yeah, Lois Lane might be pregnant with a little super baby. Uh, super babies, baby geniuses too. Uh, the, the the supposed plan was uh, for that kid to be like Batman would die, sacrificing it to. Um, protect uh superman and lois and when yeah and when the baby gets born he was going to be called jonathan bruce kent dumb name gay name gay name for a gay baby um <laughs> Who oh is that becomes super batman is that where that great image of batman coming on a baby <laughs> came from <laughs> in the snyder plan is that is that what that's pretty much represent? yeah that he is the <laughs> Cool. He births the next generation. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> hell yeah, Batman. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Lois Lane might be uh, Gregnant. Um, and fucking, uh, God, does Cyborg do anything? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, don't but th- uh, Lex Luthor high escapes. Ah, uh, yes. Deathstroke. And, I, you know, and 
You know what? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg being Lex Luthor continues to be the funniest thing in the world to me. Thank you. Thank you. The only good piece of casting in this, like, entire franchise is Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. It's not, like, of course I would prefer, like, businessman Lex, like, just get Giancarlo Esposito, who voices him on Harley Quinn, but do the live-action one. I think it would Mm -hmm. be fun. But I think the reinterpretation of Lex Luthor as Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) is, like, a good modern version of that character so why yeah, not just accurate. get mark zuckerberg it, to play him elon musk proves that is accurate yes yeah, so using this guy as elon musk as like a meme lord edge lord billionaire uh i think is good i think eisenberg's having a lot of fun here mm. uh he's like the only watchable thing in batman v superman i think yeah. he's legitimately like he's something in that well, in yeah, that movie of... he's doing a max landis impression sure it just makes sure. it even more baffling yeah it's an even worse guy somehow yeah yeah he's uh, also in the sewer yeah exactly oh he's living in the sewer with joss he and joss are fucking they're making new morlocks down there you know they're they're fucking they're both sewer rats at this point and uh yeah so so jesse eisenberg hires joe manginello as deathstroke uh yeah, to help def- his like his all babe uh henchman Hell yeah. Yes, the return of bad guys having babes as their as their henchmen. I love it. <laughs> return to babe-based cinema. Yes. Um, yeah, and, especially uh, since it's fucking Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, rules. <laughs> yeah, rules. You're like, oh, he didn't, like, he didn't attract these women. Uh, no offense to uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, but Jesse Eisenberg hires Deathstroke. He's like, hmm, we need a league of our own. Hmm. There's no crying in supervillainy. Hmm. <laughs> Um, oh, but, and it's after that we get, like, two, the, I think possibly the two dumbest scenes in the whole movie. Which is impressive. Uh, right, if you thought we saw the last of Deathstroke, we haven't, because we cut to a far-flung, post-apocalyptic, dusty future. Yeah, where, we're back in the cat in the K-Nightmare. Yeah, we're back in the K-Nightmare, and Batman is wearing his little duster, and uh, he's got, and his Roland crew is... Uh, Flash in a suit of armor. Yeah, like flat, like Flash in wearing like the costume he wore in Beavis. Flash wearing Deathstroke or uh, uh, Daft Punk cosplay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Flash wearing a little Daft Punk cosplay. Mira, as played by Amber Heard, oh, um, who who has a British accent for this one. Uh huh. She has a British accent for this one. <laughs> Which, I'm gonna like, glad she abandoned it for yeah. Aquaman. Did not work. I'm glad she just went with her accent. But there's, it's not like, you know, in the in the world they set up of Atlantis, there's no accent precedent that, like, no. the Atlanteans have British accents. So it's fine. They're just American under the sea. Yeah, well, um, but they also did abandon the bad accent for a bad wig. Oh, yeah, the wig sucks. <laughs> wig is bad. Do not use the wig. It's like... <laughs> no, please keep the wig. No, please keep the wig. Uh, it's, yeah, it's impossible to dye someone's hair red or use someone who has, like, you know, red hair as humans would understand it, not yeah. red, like, blood. <laughs> like no, 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 it, it's, it's mermaid hair red. Like, yeah, it's, it's aerial from yeah, under the sea red. Some, some aerial horse shit. Um, and uh, who else is there? Deathstroke with a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> He's there. 
and is is cyborg there do i remember yes, that correctly yes yeah, yeah, yeah cyborg's just like i think but he's like i think he has pieces missing and uh it turns out that like this is a timeline where superman loses lois Right, we're in the Injustice timeline from the from the franchise of video games and uh, <laughs> comic. Bo- the comic books are startlingly good, like mm-hmm. frightfully good. The Injustice universe uh, uh, by Tom Taylor and uh, a lot of art by Bruno Redondo. A really good set of comic books. Would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they roll up, and who's there? Who could it be? But the Jonkster. But Mr. Uh, Jonkman. <laughs> but the Jokeler. Richard T. Joker. But, uh, but, uh, uh, the, you know, and you know, when you talk to the Joker, things are about to get twisted. Think, this guy is the clown prince of crime. He, what, what you are afraid of, Justin, he thinks is funny. <laughs> he thinks it's funny when crimes happen. He thinks crime is hilarious. That's how fucked up of a guy this is. So, how would... <laughs> Justin is not interested in my No, I, is, I, I, I am shit to say, how do you rate this performance of Whole... Jared Leto as the Joker? Right. Now, I have not seen the motion picture Suicide Squad all the way through. Could not do it. Could not... As, <laughs> uh, same with Beavis, actually. I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> Value my time too much. I'm not doing this. Um, Jared Leto as the Joker, where here he sounds exactly like actor Tony Hale. It's like amazing <laughs> how much Jared Leto's Joker sounds like Buster fucking Bluth. <laughs> hey man, okay. Although let's be, I'll be real. A Tony Hale Joker performance would be great. I he do. would absolutely kill it. Crush. Like I can't be or as like straight. He would crush it. I want everyone to know uh Tony Hale who of course uh voices Dr. Psycho on uh on the Harley Quinn cartoon show that we've spoken about so much uh mm-hmm. on on this very podcast. Um terrible. Ter- awful <laughs> awful performance. Ah 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 stupid. I well, I love his I love his Doctor Psycho. Oh, I love his Doctor Psycho. I hate his Joker. I hate oh, Jared oh, oh, Leto's oh, Jared Joker. Leto. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't transition there. I love Doctor Psycho on the yeah, Harley Quinn uh, cartoon yeah. show. I'm Tony sorry, Doctor Psycho, incredible. Jared Leto, if, Joker, absolutely awful. Yeah, sorry. That's what I. That's what I was trying to express. Oh my god! And it's the way a it's. Hey, if you're doing a low-energy Joker, get, out get of the here. fuck out of here. Leave. Like, <laughs> get out of like, here. Every, like, everyone thinks that, like, just because um, Heath Ledger Joker is talking quietly means he's low-energy. No, no, it's, it's manic. Fucking, no, it's coiled like spring. No, I'm not. You know, like, there's so much energy in his deliveries in that fucking yeah. movie. Like, there's so, even when he's, like, not doing the, like, everyone loses their mind. Like, even when he's not pulling that one out. It's, a, yeah, like you said, like, it's a coiled fucking snake. It's, like, yeah. it's about to... You can feel to, the power in the restraint. It's right after he, like, killed a guy with a pencil. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, ta-da! Like, it, it's, it's, it's this manic sort of ebb and wave of that performance. This is just, like, boring. 
It is. He's just talking forever, and he's written to have like jokey dialogue. Like he calls Mira like fish sticks and the old flounder. Yeah, he um, he uh, asks Batman for a reach around. <laughs> uh, well, there's there, there's a pretty storied history of uh, making Joker scary by making him gay. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you're like nothing scarier than a gay guy. Yeah, <laughs> a gay it's clown. Right back to Forget about it. With yeah, Zach. exactly. Uh, a reason I cannot endorse 300 because it is offensive to most human beings. Yes, uh, cannot cannot get behind it. Um, but it's this scene is so boring. It goes on it for so long. I. I can't. I just think of that donkey video where he's playing banjo kazooie, and it's taking like three <laughs> minutes for this rock to lift. And he's like, "Is this done? Is this <laughs> done yet?" It's so. It goes on for so. Oh my god! Fucking long, and and uh, and then Superman shows up, and he's a bad Superman. He's gonna laser these guys. He's a bad Superman. Yeah, like <laughs> and also. That that scene where like Joker like oh once like brute like um Batman why don't you team up with me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, Batman says like um I, I'm like I've been in I've been in dead inside for so long but I still think that's a bad idea. That doesn't sound. Good and to also me. he tells Joker I will fucking kill you. And Batman saying fuck <laughs> is so might funny. be the most embarrassing childish moment in the entire movie. Batman said the fuck word. <laughs> Batman <laughs> said the fuck word. The F-bomb. Get the God, fuck out of here. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Right? Like, like if, if you're going to render these people, these characters as like high and myth mythological where their words are weighty them saying like shit <laughs> and like right. piss because this like interpretation is like these are the new gods these right. are the gods of our time so for them to be like oh this is ass right <laughs> it's like so so arresting and dissonant. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. These are the new. These are the gods of our age, and they are worshipped yes. unto the gods we've known for all yes. time. Superman, shit, is fuck. Our, <laughs> is our sac is our sacrament, and Batman says, uh, "Like, back off, Joker, or I'll do a fuck on you." <laughs> Oh, it's the worst. And Batman wakes up from his nightmare. Right. And... <laughs> just Martian Manhunter. Just being like, outside hey. Outside his window. Hey, sup. What's up, man? Coincidence oh, that I am yeah. here. Hello. Uh, I'd like to be here. Um, And uh, when you bring me on, can you introduce me as Martian Manhunter? <laughs> Can you introduce... Hello, I am Martian Manhunter. Good Justice League movie you just made, Bruce. Um, see you in, in the sequel. See you in the sequel, Bruce. Later, bye. <laughs> he just flies away. I am called Martian Manhunter. I probably could have assisted you in Chernobyl, but I mm -hmm. did not. <laughs> no, I, I got no. you 
Lois, did you see? Yes, uh, that was the key. That pussy unlocked that heart real good. <laughs> that Superman have that pussy unlock. Well, see you. Bye. <laughs> I hooked Superman up. I, uh, I am a good wingman, as you can see. And then he, like, <laughs> flies. And then he, like, morphs his arm into a wing. Yeah, exactly. As you can see. Uh, uh. Just, I cannot believe it. He just, like, flies at the camera and that's it. <laughs> and then the movie stops. And, and then the movie... You know, uh, you know that scene in Always Sunny in Philadelphia where, where Dennis is creating his ideal movie? And it's like, well, we have some full-on penetration. And then they go back and they solve the crime. And then more penetration. And then murder. Murder, penetration. Murder, penetration. And that goes on until the film just ends. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens here. It's like, well, Martian Manhunter uh, flies away. And then the film just ends. So the movie doesn't put pussy on a pedestal. It puts a phalanx around the mother box. Oh, <laughs> uh. Oh, this... This fucking motion picture film. Uh, did not get a good review for this one on Letterboxd. Uh, did not uh, did not think this one was particularly worth three years of everyone being insane. No. But, but you know, uh, art triumphing over commerce. <laughs> is yeah, it? well, but it's... It, that's the th Okay, so... But it is also very commerce, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, and I I want to and really that I that this movie was released as is, some hashtag content. <laughs> right. Where do we go from here? Because well, we have this to restore the whole thing was just an extended marketing campaign for a cable service. Yeah, this was an extended marketing campaign for HBO Max. Uh, for HBO where... Max and uh, the. Like high end um, DC themed restaurant in England. Yes, where you could have, of course, ordered the Zack Snyder's Justice Lunch or whatever. The, uh, yeah, no, the the meal kit that isn't uh, that isn't available until a month after the movie premiered. Yeah, so good move, guys. <laughs> you did you, you you did a good job, PD. God, so. Do you think AT&T is going to bring back the Snyderverse in any form? No. No, I don't. But also, the Snyderverse never left. I know what they mean when they say Snyderverse, that, like, they are specifically referring to Zacky's big vision. Mm -hmm. But... But Gal Gadot is still Wonder Woman. Jason Momoa is still Aquaman. The Snyderverse never went away. Margot Robbie is still Harley Quinn. We're still doing these movies, but they just mean like bring back Daddy Snyder's big, um, big plan, his big like five right. movie elegy. Yes. Uh, no, there is no, and uh, you know the the person currently in charge of these decisions has said multiple times like this was a one off thing. <laughs> this, <laughs> we are not releasing the air cut of anything we are not <laughs> restoring any sort of snyder verse um and you know streaming services are notoriously fucking finicky about like their actual numbers mm -hmm. because they are not required in any way to release numbers with any sort of regularity you only hear about it when netflix is like 
everyone who has ever lived just watched Bird Box. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's the only time we hear about it. We don't hear, it's like, wow, literally no one watched <laughs> our new original that we dropped this week. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. We've never seen it before. <laughs> uh, we don't have to hear about that because they are not, like, television required to release any sort of numbers. Yes. Uh, or movie studios. And the numbers always come from inside the house. So yep. I definitely don't trust the numbers uh, for Netflix to be like, wow, a fulfillion people watched. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. A, f- a fulfillion people I, I can't watched. believe it. We finally hit a bajillion viewers. <laughs> you know, uh, as Dr. Evil prophesied when he said he wanted 100 million billion fulfillion gobbledygoo jillion yen. That is how many people watched... <laughs> our new netflix original um it it brought uh, it brought us together uh restoring the snyder cut united humanity (laughs) and our ancestors returned to life to celebrate yeah it it showed us it showed us what putting aside our differences and coming together really means Yes. All of those stark differences between the characters. Yeah, they taught us, those very well-defined and colorful characters, taught us what it was like to be human again. The gods taught us what it was like to be a man. And, uh, I, I, no, there will be no restoring of the Snyderverse. I guess, you know, I'll eat that crow if, if the time comes and they're like, yep, greenlighting two more <laughs> Zack Snyder Justice League films. There's, they've made this movie four times. <laughs> they... It is the most expensive movie ever made. If you include all the different times that they shot it and marketed it and all all those extra facilities, right? If you factor all that in, it's the most expensive movie of all time. There is a 0% chance that HBO Max subscriptions have paid for this movie. So, no. There's, there's no... No. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're still getting... Uh, Detective Comics, comics, movies, um, uh, The Suicide Squad just dropped a trailer. Very excited for that. That looks like a ton of fun. Uh, big James Gunn energy emanating off of that trailer in every way. Very excited. Um, we're still getting, apparently we're still getting The Rock as Black Adam in some fucking movie. Which, um, that movie was like first announced in the Bush administration, yeah, wasn't like, it? Yeah, like before these movies had even started coming out. You know, they've, the, he's been on this tip for so fucking long. Uh, but I get, you know, whatever, Dwayne, if that's what you want to do. Uh, so Dwayne's doing that. Um, I think, you know, Aquaman 2, obviously, because Aquaman made a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> the, the, there is a certain amount of satisfaction to me that, Somehow Aquaman is the most financially successful. The biggest success of the school thing. Of the DC franchise. Of the whole thing is fucking Aquaman. Uh Cockwoman. Uh we love to see it. Uh thank you, my my big my big wet king. Uh oh for, for uniting the seven. And, yes, yeah, and... yeah, for real. Aquaman is the actual uh movie that will bring the world together. Absolutely. Aquaman 2 is where we will finally, again, unite the seven under one banner, under one unite king the of the seven seas. seas. Unite, unite the, the eight seas. Unite the eight seas, because of course there's the secret eighth sea. Oh, that's the greatest film I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my God. So fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, Aquaman will bring us together. 
and uh and, and and we will ride that wave uh i'm glad we agree that the only other thing that has worked from all of this is marco robbie is harley quinn so we're gonna keep <laughs> getting more from her i think as mm-hmm. long as as long as wb knows what's good for them even though like birds of prey was not a financial success um it's still the second best movie in this entire <laughs> oeuvre uh, yeah i think birds of prey is fucking fun and colorful and exciting and interesting and i love it Love it definitely it. has enough of a cult hit. I think so. I think that, it's caught like, on that they'll enough. They'll keep Margot Robbie around. Sure, and she's going to be in the Suicide Squad or whatever. Uh, I think I think they'll keep doing her. Do uh, Gotham City Sirens, where it's her and Poison Ivy, and they're gay. Just make yeah. them gay. Let them be gay. Uh, so I'm excited to to keep uh, getting that. I think you know apparently they're still doing this Ezra Miller Flash movie, which they've been trying to do for a decade. <laughs> I, I I do like that DC's like executives are so uncreative that when they want to do the like time travel movie, they just want to get Robert Zemeckis to do it. Yeah, Christ. Uh, Even though he hasn't directed a time travel movie in like thirty years. In like thirty years, whatever. Uh, Ezra, you know, good for you. Phil Lord and Chris Miller wrote a script for it, but that's been thrown out long ago. Uh, so, so who the hell knows what's going to happen? Oh, with no. I've heard that like Michael Keaton's going to show up for it. Couldn't care less about any of these old superheroes showing up anymore. I, it means nothing to me. <laughs> it's, it's cool. I like Michael Keaton. I'm glad he's getting that check. You know, I'm, I'm happy yeah. for him. I'm glad we're in this like Keaton, uh, resurgence, you know? Yeah. But, he's having um, a second wind. He's having a second wind. And I think that's great. But I couldn't, I couldn't care less about him coming back. I, I can't care. I'm sorry. None of these, these spider, you know, live action Spider-Verse things. I'm like, I, I don't care. I'm sorry. I you're, you're just finally hitting burnout. I'm just like, you know, I still watch these. Th- I still read my, the X-Men comics are fucking excellent right now. You know, I'm really enjoying that. But like, mm. I couldn't care less if they're uniting the, fucking spider verse or whatever like uh, just make a good movie that's all i want you to do (laughs) it's sam raimi it's sam raimi it's the thing you know i like sam i think he could probably do an okay doctor strange movie but like if they let him if they let him if this isn't just like another movie that ends with him getting a new code name or something which i think if it does if it doesn't end in a beam fight yeah, Wanda Vision seemed interesting until it became about beams and Wanda getting a new code name, and then it seems like Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be also a show that ends with someone getting a new code name we already knew they had, uh, just like <laughs> Wanda Vision, another code name that was like, yeah, we all know that what that's not, that's not an ending to a show. Uh, so I don't know, I've I've lost all faith in these things being good. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good, I'll be excited, I guess. Oh, but there will be Mr. Mind in A Fury of the Gods, Shazam. No, me, I, you, you just said nonsense words. <laughs> you can't, that, you just made that up. Um, no, no, yeah, well, Shazam's, like, arch nemesis is a intelligent worm named Mr. Mind, and he talks through a little loudspeaker around good. his neck. Good, as he should. He's a little worm man. I like that. I respect that for him. Yeah. A little worm king. I respect that. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm 28 years old. I don't care about the verse. I don't care, I don't care about brand management. Just make a good movie. <laughs> if I think it's going to be yeah. good, I'll go see it. Uh, if not, then, you know, miss me. Sorry. Uh, 
Uh, anyway, looking forward to The Suicide Squad, because I want to see Big Shark rip up a guy. If more of these movies had Big Sharks ripping up guys, then I would be interested in it. If more, if, more, if more movies had John Cena as, like, fascist Captain America, then I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, Hopefully so. uh, King Shark will uh, show up in uh, Aquaman 2. Oh, yeah. I love brands. I, I love... I love the things I know being together. I clapped. I clapped when I saw it. Remember when, um, remember when, like, Drawn Together was considered cutting edge because it was just different stuff all together in one space? Yeah, it was different stuff in one space. Now, now all movies are Ready Player One. Now that's what, you know, Space Jam is just Ready Player One now. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, now that Spider-Man 3 is going to be Ready Player One for Spider-Man. For Spider-Man! Ace, which they've already done! Yeah, that movie was good. But I didn't like it because it was a multiverse. I liked it because it was a good film. (laughs) I liked it because it was good. It was good to watch. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, This has uh, been the Snyder, but um, it's not... uh, You know, uh, Justin, would you give this a Snyder nut or a spider butt? I would still give this a Snyder butt. I'm sorry, a Snyder nut. Oh, okay. I was like, no, nut is the good one. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. I still give this a Snyder nut. It is a slog to watch in one sitting. Uh, watch it episodically. Sure. I think this real. I I do think this as a serial piece is way better mm-hmm. because you avoid the constant repetition. And sure. Sure, if it was just like previously on Justice League. <laughs> exactly. But no, mm. it, it's got to be one movie, which, which it is worse as. Uh-huh, for sure. Um, Or wait for someone to release uh, the Snyder Cut cut, <laughs> where they take it, the, where they trim it down into one 30-minute uh, movie. 30 minutes. Oh my god. I'm sorry, it's thir- like two hour, 30 minute movie. Yeah, two, 2.30. Uh, yeah, I really, you know, the Snyder Cut is good. I wish they would the, they would bring in another director to like cut it down a little bit. Yeah, wouldn't it be um, cool if they got like, saw, like just someone else to do their own cut on it? Wouldn't that be interesting? That would be interesting. I, w- I think they should try that next. Yeah. Um, and then what that director just kept releasing the same movie over and over again, but just someone else does their own different cut of it. Right. It's like, oh, let's bring in Ridley Scott before he kicks that bucket. You know, let's bring, yeah. let's see what he's got to bring to the table. Uh, I would. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Uh, can, we, can we get a Ridley Scott cut of the Zack Snyder's Justice League? Please. Uh, that's, that's all I would like. Thank you. Uh, I, it's a Snyder butt from me uh fam that's gonna be a it's gonna be a butt for me uh did not did not enjoy the motion picture there were some bright moments but not not enough to <laughs> just fight like four hours uh jesus christ uh go watch aquaman go watch birds of prey if you want good movies featuring detective comics comic characters uh go watch uh, harley quinn the cartoon show which is better than either of those things it actually uh features a dark side that is fun oh that's cool i didn't know he was coming i'm excited yeah, yeah, he's in season two. Hell yeah, King. Daddy Darkseid? Hell yeah. Daddy, uh, Daddy Darkseid. Dark, so far- uh, dark Father. Dark Father. Uh, big big Daddy, who the loves, Batman, his, little, uh, he loves his little blue shorts, and he loves to sit spread eagle in his little blue. His little... <laughs> he loves to wear, like, a skirt, yeah. but still spread them. Like, still man spread. Absolute king. Yeah, absolute king. Take up space, king. Uh, that's, that's it. Thank you, Justin, for, for doing this very long podcast. Thank you for agreeing to do it, Kevin. On the soul,
This has been a Talkback Podcast.